Georgia Georgia The whole day through Just an old sweet song Keeps Georgia on my mind This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com. Hi, this is Rob Bartlett, one of the original hosts of WWF Monday Night Raw and one of the top 10 worst wrestling announcers in history. You're listening to the Monday Night Project. Here's your host, Luke Jennings. Hello again wrestling fans and friends and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the Monday Night Project. I am, all, as always, your host Mr Luke Jennings here to bring you our weekly look at Monday Night Raw. Except for this week. Please do not forget to follow us on Twitter at MemphisCast, also Instagram, also hit the or, or Twitter as we record this. Uh, it's the 24th of Jan- July. There's Twitter's changing its name to something or other, or tweets are no longer going to be called tweets, they're going to be called X's. Some bullshit. If you've got the app and Instagram, follow us on Instagram. Uh, follow us at MemphisCast. Also hit the subscribe button here on our home, the place to be wrestling network, home of great shows such as Wrestling's Chicken Salad, NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's Main Event, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, and so many other great shows. You can follow the network on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. Also don't forget to follow our sister network, the North-South Connection, also available on all good podcast suppliers, and they have some great shows such as New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, A La Carte with Keithy, Extreme Three-Way Dance, as well as many, many other great shows near given to you on a near daily basis. You can follow them on the net, on Twitter at NoSoPodNetwork. YouTube.com forward slash at MemphisCast gets you videos you can watch. Memphis videos, you can watch Japan, Detroit, Australia, WCW, Heroes of Wrestling is on there, many, many other great shows, uh, a great thing, wrestling orientated things given to you on a near daily basis, youtube.com forward slash at Memphis Cast. And while you're on the interweb, please visit whenitwascool.com for podcasts, articles, and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history, and more. Also visit the history of WWE, all one word, dot com for so much great info on all eras of WWF slash E, from house shows to pay-per-views to TV shows and everything in between. They also have uh, comprehensive results from WCW, ECW, TNA, Ring of Honor, Smoky Mountain, um, 
you name it, you can go on there, you'll find something that you may not known about before. This week we are preempted, so we are covering Super Brawl 4 from WCW. Last week we covered the 7th of February 1994, where we saw food, legendary enhancement talent, a heart ma- masterclass, mania build-up, and much more. Um, we're not going to go anywhere this week, we're, we're not going to do uh, what's happening around the rest of around the rest of the wrestling world, we will do that next week. So just to give you a um, a, a brief thingy, um, like Vince said last week on the Raw, it's preempted the dog show, so there's no excuse me Monday Night Raw. We'll be back to Monday Night Raw next week. So I decided, um, as we did in the Survivor Series, we're going to go down to Derby C Derby, and we're going to cover the fourth annual Super Brawl event. Brought to us from the Civic Center in Albany, Georgia. Hence the little song at the beginning. And we have got a capacity of 7,600. We're going to be commentated by Tony Schiavone and uh, Bobby Heenan. So it's going to be great to see Bobby Heenan back on the uh, back on the shows. We have got two, four, six, eight matches. We've got uh, tag team title matches. We've got a television title match. We've got a world title match. Before we start, the dark match on this was Two Cold Scorpio and Marcus Alexander Bagwell, managed by Teddy Long, defeating the State Patrol, that being Lieutenant James Earl Wright and Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this is going to be a doozy of a show. Let's head down to uh, ringside and see what Tony and Bobby have got for us on the rest of the card. Oh, just a quick note. I did, hold on, uh, hold on one second, I do believe... I read somewhere that this is this was one of two Super Brawls never released on home video. That as well as Super Brawl Revenge, which was the last Super Brawl in 2001. Um, I don't think there's anything else to add. Uh, yep. So yeah, if you want um, a copy of this, just uh, let me know. And I can send it to you. I think it's on the network, but if you want to watch the original, this is the original, um, then just let me know and I'll see if I can send it to you. But anyhow, without further ado, let's head down to ringside as we cover Super Brawl 4 from the 20th of February 1994. Please enjoy. Time for champion, and three world championships will be decided as pompous British aristocrat Lord Stephen Regal defends his world television title against resurgent superstar the Enforcer Arn Anderson. The nastiest team in wrestling, the Nasty Boys, put their world tag team belts on the line against the outrageous attack of Cactus Jack and Mean Max Payne. And then comes Thundercage when Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff, Stunning Steve, and Ravishing Rick Rude unite against Sting, Flying Brian, and the Natural. Dustin Rhodes in Thunder Cage 2. The ultimate purpose of Thunder Cage, however, is to contain a match of historic proportion. After winning the world championship for an unprecedented 11th time, Nature Boy Ric Flair must now defend his title and his life against the uncontrollable Vader, who has vowed revenge of unspeakable horror. Ric Flair has rededicated himself to unparalleled levels of training and preparation, because once so recently the hunter, he has has now become the prey. Oh, the best shape of my life. Not even breathing, see? Not even breathing. Hands behind the head, man. Not even breathing. Woo! 
I'm gonna run you to your drop, big man. for the Thunder Cage to drop. And Bobby the Brain Heenan, all eyes are on the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. We know he was not 100% coming in. He got the doctor's release, and he, as you saw at the top, is ready to go. Well, I think history's gonna be made this evening, Tony. I predict we're gonna see a new world's champion. And I also predict you've heard your last, woo! Well, maybe so. But the man who will be in the ring, the referee for that one Thunder Cage match, is the man who brings justice to WCW. We're talking about the boss. B-O-S-S. -S. That means big old Southern Sal. He's in trouble if he steps out of line. Believe me, Tony. Fans, that's one of three title matches we're going to have. And don't forget the six-man Thunder Cage match. But we have an added match for you. This weekend on WCW Worldwide had a tag team match. Johnny B. Bad teaming with Michael P.S. Hayes against Harlem Heat in a return match. And at the end of the match, when Johnny B. Bad was looking to make a tag to his partner, Michael P.S. Hayes, as you can see right here, Michael telling Johnny to come in. The left hand snuck in and he knocked out Johnny B. Bad. These two men have agreed to wrestle to finally settle it here tonight at Super Brawl. Well, let me tell you something about Johnny B. Bad. The other day he was in an airport and a little boy walked up to him and said, you're my favorite wrestler. Johnny went like that. He was out cold for two hours. Oh, for crying out loud. We have a tremendous program, and we are going to start with Johnny B. Bad against Michael PSAs. We're ready for action as we go to Gary Capetta. Ladies and gentlemen. So, listen, we've got an action-packed card here. We've got title matches. We've got uh, grudge matches, cage matches. You name it, we have got it. This is the uh, second event of 1994 for WCW. Their first event was the 27th of January. The Clash of Champions in Baton Rouge. That was the debut. That was the WCW debut of Bobby the Brain Heenan. The, one of the uh, star matches there was a loser wears a chicken suit match between Brian Pullman and Colonel Robert Parker. But we are starting things off here with Johnny B. Bad versus Michael P. S. Hayes. Nick Patrick is our referee. Gary Michael Capetta is our uh, ring announcer. We've got that classic WCW ramp coming down the uh, the aisle way. Full house. It looks pretty decent. This 7,600 looks like a capacity. Got the um, legendary sort of yellow and blue ropes of WCW. The yellow and blue turnbuckles. 
This is, we are still four months away from Hogan being here. Johnny B. Bad is in the ring with his um, his confetti cannon. Wearing a lovely uh, sparkly cape is one Johnny B. Bad. And here come the Michael P.S. Hayes. Looks like the Freebirds, but it, it would be the Freebirds. He's from Bad Street, USA, in Atlanta, Georgia. Fabulous Freebird, Michael P.S. Hayes. Oh dear, Michael P.S. Hayes coming down uh, in a wheelchair. Jimmy Garvin is here. Gene Oakland's going to come and have a chat. Muggle P.S. Hayes. Whereas we know the P.S. stands for purely sexy. Hayes is wearing a uh, Confederate flag jacket. Excuse me, gentlemen. Do you mind telling me what's going on, Michael Hayes? Uh, with a bandage obviously wrapped around your midsection. Freebird Jimmy Garvin is back. What, what's going on here? Well, well first of all, Mean Gene... And Mr. Bockwinkle, we never have got to congratulate you on your appointment as the new director of W. Commissioner. Commissioner, whatever. And, uh, you know, we always thought that you were the greatest, if not the greatest, world champion. I want you to know that from the bottom of my heart. Uh, but on the way down here, the freakish accident happened. I was coming in the building, and I fell down the stairs. Oh, yeah, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Get, you're saying one thing. He's saying something else. No, no, no I mean, he slipped on a... Fell down the stairs. Banana peel. You've got a banana peel. He's down the stairs. What what happened, gentlemen? All right. Well, look. This is what happened. This is the, truth. This, this, is the truth. this is the truth. And did I mention we think that you're the greatest world champion that ever was? Michael Hayes at this point is 35. He looks about 55. Wait a minute. Do you have a doctor's release? Uh, what? Would you you don't believe me? Uh, that's, is there any reason that I shouldn't believe you? Are you calling me a liar? Am I calling? I'm not calling you anything. Look, this is hurting me from the bottom of my heart. I want to get out of this chair and just wipe the mat with you. Yeah, but uh, Jimmy, Jimmy, give them, give them the note. Give them the doctor's note. It's a very different look at Jimmy Garvin here as well. He has, I had to look, he hadn't been in the con company for quite a while. Uh, he hadn't been in there since September 1992. I want to get in there and wipe the mat with you. I would fight him too. I'm ready to fight. I mean, I could probably go in there with one hand behind my back and beat his brains out. But I mean, I just... Hey, this is killing me because you lied when you said you were the baddest man. The only bad thing about you is your breath. All right. Commissioner Bachwin. Well, this is signed by a physician. Mr. Hayes. Easy, easy now. Let me say that for whatever reason, you, you created some suspicion in the minds of myself and the other officials of the World Championship Wrestling. And we had our legal staff look through all of the contracts with World Championship Wrestling going back a number of years. Whether you're aware of it or not, there is a contract that is still in force for the Freebirds, which constitutes both of you gentlemen, as you sit, as you stand. So since you... I'm, I'm retired. I'm retired. You're retired? 
not for long. Because what's going to take place here, since I have to accept the fact that you can't get in the ring, uh, the condition you presented yourself in, and consequently, you do not. But I will say this. Mr. Garvin, in 40 to 45 minutes, you better be ready, because you're going to have to step into the ring and take his place. Wait a minute, wait, 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 no, no. Ladies and gentlemen, can you believe it? You don't seem to understand. See, I'm retired. I'm a commercial pilot. I, I don't wrestle anymore. I didn't even bring any, any gear, sir. We can find some gear for you, Jimmy Garvin. I don't like the looks of this. Hey, a pair of tights and a, and a pair of wrestling boots and you're at business, pal. No, this is, this is an outrage. One last word. You will either step into the ring or both of you can be fined and suspended indefinitely. No Ladies and gentlemen, what a bombshell. Kick it all off. Right, this is Michael P.F. Hayes' last ever appearance in a WCW arena. And Nick Bockwinkle here is the WCW commissioner has ordered the, the Freebirds wrestle and there is a Freebird still here being Jimmy Garvin. So he will be facing Johnny B. Bad in about 40 to 45 minutes. Suspension and fines. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what to tell you, but we are heating her up right away. Johnny B. Bad, stand by. Tony Schiavone, Bobby Heenan, back to you gentlemen. Oh my. Well, we start off with a bang, so to speak, don't we? Close that mouth. Make a comment. I, 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 I can't believe Bachwinkle would just make a decision like that. Who does he think he is, Bill Clinton or somebody? Just to make a decision like that? Garvin is a commercial airline pilot. He, he hasn't been in the ring in a couple of years. And to force the man to do that, when, the, when, 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 when Mr. Uh, Hayes has a legitimate injury? What are you saying? Huh? <laughs> You talking to me? What are you saying? I'm saying I don't understand Bachwinkle. He just he just comes out and makes proclamations, and everybody has to that's, abide by it. That's why he was selected as the WCW commissioner, a man of action, a man of authority, and a man who will give us another match later on. The man's retired. Jimmy Garvin does not wrestle. Let's go find one of these ham and eggers here with a T-shirt on. Put them in the ring. Same thing. Well, he's a pilot, right? Yeah, he's a pilot. He, he better put the uh, tray tables up because there's turbulence in the air at Super Brawl. Oh, he's not a stewardess. He's let's, a pilot. Let's go to our next match here at Super Brawl. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest at Super Brawl 4. Tag Team Action. Introducing first from Harlem, New York, the team of Kane, Cole, Harlem, so card subject to change, and we are uh, rearranging a few things. We've now got a tag match kicking things off. We've got Harlem Heat, Kane and Cole, soon to be known as Booker T and Stevie Ray. They have been in WCW not that long, I don't think. Not that long. How long have they been in WCW? Kane with WCW the 7th of July. They've not been here too long. And their opponents are Thunder and Lightning. Very, very frightening. Thunder and Lightning have uh, been here not that long. They're not going to be here that much longer. Either. And there you go. Thunder and Lightning have been here since this day. So both these teams started at the same time. And Thunder and Lightning are going to be here uh, until April. 
One of these gentlemen is Jeff Farmer. Yes. Lightning is Jeff Farmer, who would later become uh, NWO Sting. Randy Anderson's our referee. Booker T starting for his team. Wearing uh, black and fire singlet. And the uh, Thunder and Lightning team are wearing black and blue singlets with black boots. This man is, I believe this is the Lightning starting off his team. Very small ring, this WCW ring, you can tell that. Cole. Cole and Lightning. Cole is Booker T. Cole never type. Armbringer by Cole. Oh, and again. Cinching in the armbar. Reversal now by Lightning. Both men very similar in stature, similar in build. Cole trying to get out of this, and he does with a little roll around and a little kip up into an arm draft arm twist again. Oh. Hammerlock. Hammerlock reversal now by Lightning. Cole gets to the ropes. Shoves off. We've got uh, black, yellow, and blue ropes. Lovely uh, blue canvas, blue apron. There's no advertising, no nothing. You wouldn't know this is um, if you just sort of. Well, you can't. You couldn't just switch it on, but there's very um, not a lot of advertising for it being a pay-per-view. But that's 1994 WCW, so go behind by Lightning. Take down, takes down Cole. Continues to work over the left arm with the hammerlock. Randy Anderson down there checking on him. Cole, try, oh, big back elbow, and again breaks the hold. Oh, forearm smashed to Lightning. And again, right hand. Lightning's on the ropes. Via strip, reversed by Lightning. Drop down over the top goes Cole. Leapfrog by Lightning. Hip tossed by Lightning. Oh, and a beautiful standing drop kick. And an arm drag into an arm bar. The mark of a good wrestler, Tony, is that they'll go back to the same hold they had. No matter what happens, if they're thinking wrestling, they'll go back to the same hold and wear a part of a man's body down. That tells me right now that uh, they've done their homework. Fans, I, I have been told, as a snapmare over, as a tag. Oh, Thunder now in, drops the elbow over the arm. How come I don't get any information? Thunder now continues to work over the arm of Cole. Biffman now up to their feet. Thunder still with the leverage. Hammerlock. Cole trying to. Uh, oh, hair pull. Breaks the hole, but doesn't. Thunder hat carries on. Still got the wrist lock on. Hammerlock's that wrist lock. Cinching it in. He's now got hold of the other arm. And gets the shoulders down. One, two. Kick out by Cole. I've never seen Thunder and Lightning before. I'm very impressed. Obviously seen Harlem Heat before. But this Thunder and Lightning team are a very impressive team. Cole picks up Thunder. Oh, slams him down. Tags in Kane. Big brother, Stevie Ray. 
Again, we're in that black and gold, black and flame singlet. Uh, Irish up now by Kane. Thunder Ducks. Of all Ducks again. Oh, flying shoulder tackle by Thunder. Arm ringer now on a coal. Oh, Kane, sorry, Kane. Continue to work over the arm now of Kane. Tagging a lightning who goes up to the top rope and. Oh, double sledge across the uh, arm ringed arm. Lightning in. Oh, something the other way, Cole. Kane, sorry, Kane. Kane slams him down off the ropes. Oh! Lightning evaded the elbow. Full arm dragon twist again. Kane breaks up with the right hand and then comes over to Cole. Cole comes in and gets hit just by lightning. Continues to work over there with the top wrist lock slash hammerlock. Oh no, continues decides to work on the arm that they've been working on the rest of the day. Yeah, hey. Full arm dragon twist by lightning tags in thunder. Irish up by lightning. Big close line. Oh, big million dollar knee lift there by thunder. Goes to the cover. One, two, kick out by Cole. Oh, arm drag down. Former smash by Cole, former smash by Cole. Oh, ducks the elbow, ducks the thunder. Oh, slams him down. Off the ropes. Kane. Oh, close line over the top there by Cole after the just Kane distraction. Kane's on the outside now with thunder. Oh, throws him into the guardrail. Front row loving it down there. Randy Anderson uh, having a go at Kane for doing what he did, even though Randy Anderson didn't see it, but he knew what he'd done. Oh. Cole tags in Kane. Cole holds Thunder. Oh, big reverse kick there by Kane in the chest. Kane provokes lightning in. Well, the referee's back now, they're choking Thunder over the top rope. Randy Anderson sees it, he sees it, he sees it. <coughs> Kane's got Thunder, Irish rips him into the ropes. Oh, big clothesline on there by Kane. Drops him down. Goes for the cover. One, two, kick out. Kane tags in Cole. Irish up by Kane. Oh, flying forearm there by Cole. Oh, stomping by Cole. Stomping away again on Thunder. One, two, kick up. Kick up by Thunder. Snap mare by Cole. Oh, neck twist. 
So now I can tell you that, yes, we are in Flair's dressing room. He's allowed cameras back there. Arn Anderson is with him. Ricky Steamboat is here tonight. Of course, Arn has a match for the television title. Steamboat, his close friend, who he's promised a title match in 94 to. And they were both there at that press conference that, that postponed the match. And Flair seems very relaxed right now as we are not too far away from the big cage match, return match, world title. Thunder now getting up to his feet. Still in the reverse chin lock. Back elbow by Thunder. Breaks the hold off the ropes. Sunset flip. Cole gets the tag. He goes over but gets the tag. Kane comes in. Double sledge to the back. Thunder was unaware. Kane goes to the cover. One, two. Kick out. Just. Kane takes back in Cole. Kane slams Thunder down. Cole comes off the top rope. Oh. Badly, uh, badly elbow. But Thunder got up out of the way. Buffman down. Buffman need to get the tag. Thunder needs the tag more than Cole does. Thunder's got the tag. Lightning's in. Lightning's in. Lightning is in. And he is striking with force. Bigger and bigger and Kane comes in and he gives him some as well. Forearm smash to Cole. Lightning picks up Cole. Slams him down. Standing drop kick down goes to down. Down goes Kane. Oh, forearm smash to Cole. Irish whip. Oh, she catches him. Oh, beautiful belly to belly by Lightning. Oh, Kane breaks up the pin. Thunder comes back in. Forearm smash to Kane. All four men are in the ring. Forearm smashes are plenty. Randy Anderson pushes Lightning Thunder out of the way. Roll up by Lightning on Cole. Big kick to the back of the head by Kane. Cole goes for the cover. One, two, three. Your winners, Harlem Heat. The team of Kane, Cole, Harlem Heat. We have no stop. We have no stop. Do we get go? And that's what I'm talking about. Tony, look at this. Now, Batman thinks he's got the pin here, but he gets a good stop right to the ear. I wonder if you heard it coming. You get it, Ernie? Heard it coming? You get it? I get it. One, two, three. That's it. Well, as you might imagine, because of the animosity, increased security in the back around Ric Flair's dressing room, and me and Gene Oakland is there at this time. Let's go to him. Gene. All right, Tony Schiavone, you uh, hit it right on the mark. Uh, this is like a human fortress back here. I'm in the locker room area. To my left is the locker room of the defending WCW heavyweight champ, the nature boy, Ric Flair. And down the hall, the locker room of Vader, the man who in Thundercage uh, uh, won tonight, is going to be challenging Ric Flair with special guest referee, the boss. I don't think it's a secret, but Vader has made it known, publicly known, that if he gets a chance to get to Flair prior to the match, he will do everything in his power to do so. That is the reason for the very heavy security back here for these police officers being on hand. We will keep you posted on any further developments. Tony. Let's get back to you. All right, Gene, thanks a lot. And uh, there is increased security. And Either that or they're filming another edition of Cops. We are ready for our next event. Go ahead, Gary. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest of Super Brawl 4. It is set for one fall. Introducing first, from Dodge City, Kansas, weighing 303 pounds, the Equalizer. Well, here we go. 
with our first singles matchup, the Equalizer. A guy who seemingly has a bad day every day. And ladies and gentlemen, his opponent from the Florida Everglades, Jungle Jim Steele. Hey, touch. Hey, touch. We have Battle Legend in singles action. We have Jungle Jim Steele going up against the Equalizer. Jungle Jim Steele. Uh, I've just had a look. Don't recognise any of his other names. He is. Is he a wrestler still? Last competed in 2008. Wrestled in Japan. Wrestled in Puerto Rico. Done quite a lot in um, New Japan actually in 2004 ish. So. And the equaliser is would later later this year become uh, Dave Sullivan, brother of uh, Kevin. Nick Patrick is our referee. Equaliser is wearing uh, black trunks, furry boots. Jungle Jim Steele is wearing um, black trunks and uh, sort of jungle boots, jungle coloured. Equaliser is wearing like leopard print boots. Equaliser starting the match off fast. Using his power advantage against Jungle Jim Steel. Jungle Jim Steel now in control now. Ramon equalizes head into the top tumbuckle. Now with an arm ringer again. Full arm dragon twist, if you will, again. Second match in a row. Oh, ducks the big right hand. Does Jungle Steel schoolboy? One, two, kick up by the equalizer. Full arm dragon twist again by Jungle Jim Steel. Jim's going to have the. Uh, the speed advantage here against uh, the equaliser. Both men of equal height. I think the equaliser's probably got a few, just a few pounds on Jim Steele. Knee to the abdomen, followed by a clobber on right hand, followed by an arm bar by the equaliser. This is not super brawl, this is super arm. Oh, lovely monkey flip there by Jim Steele. Oh, beautiful standing drop kick. The equaliser wobbles and falls in the corner. Corner, a whip to whip. Jungle Jim still comes in. He's on the legs. Oh! Went for a monkey flip, but the equaliser pulled the trunks down and passed it off a very small power bomb in the corner. Equaliser now kicking the shit out of Jim Steele. Excuse me, Budweiser. Equaliser picks up Jim Steele, slams him down. Off the ropes comes Equaliser, drops the leg. Nick Patrick looking like uh, that geezer from East Bound and Down. Equalizer throws Jungle Jim still through the ropes because this is WCW, and if he'd have thrown him over the ropes, that'd have been disqualification. WCW, everybody. Equalizer now on the outside follows Jim still now with a club on forearm. Oh, rams him back first in the apron. The strongest part of the ring. Equalizer now rolls Jim back in the ring. Danny McBride, is it? The geezer from fucking Eastbound and Down. Nick Patrick is like prime Eastbound and Down here. Equalizer now. Oh, no, Jingle Jim still trying to fight back, but a right hand stops that. Equalizer picks up Steel. Oh, backbreaker. Goes for the cover. One, two, kick out. Oh, kick to the back now by the Equalizer. 
Bear hug now by the equaliser, slowing things down. So what you gotta do is you gotta get him down and drive your thumb right into his eye socket. Like this. Okay. I mean, that's called a Greco-Roman jab. The equaliser now had released the hold because Jungle Jim still uh, rung the bell. I didn't stop the equaliser with the continuing his onslaught here, the uh, jungle man. Big right hand, clobbering by Equalizer. Irish whip now coming up. Equalizer, no. Crucifix pinned by Jungle Jim still. Drink one, two, kick out. Wait for that Crucifix. You don't see that very often now. They see the Crucifix pin. Equalizer now back up though. Oh, neat of the mush. Head first into the top turn, but goes Jim Steele. Eagle Eyes are now raking the eyes. This long haired Jim Steele. Eagle Eyes are trying to rake the face off of Jim Steele. Raking the face across the top turn, but top rope now. Oh, both men went to kick each other. I don't know who got who there though. Back elbow by Jim Steele. Back elbow again. Punching away, trying to get Equalizer. Yep, he's got him. Corner, corner whip now by the Jungle Jim Steele. Comes in. Oh, makes a big boot with the Equalizer. Equalizer goes for the pin. One, two. Two count. Equalizer now with a reverse chin lock, I think, or just a. Got those hands under the chin, pulling away a little bit. Jim still now back to his feet and gets thrown to the outside again through the ropes. Nick Patrick complaining of the hair being pulled. Equalizer doesn't give a fuck. Oh! Equalizer just kicks Jungle Jim still through the ropes while he's on the outside. Excuse me. Oh, and again. Jim's still on the outside, trying to get back in, but every time he tries to get back in, he's getting kicked right in the mush. Shoulder to the gut. He's on the apron. He ducks the right hand. One of his own. Jungle Jim. Nope. Head first goes equaliser. Jungle Jim's now back in the ring. Ducks the right hand. Picks up the equaliser. Oh, inverted atomic drop. Drop kick. He's got a weird drop kick. When he jumps, he's like turning, so he falls on his face. Irish whip now. No reversal by the equaliser. Ducks down. Kick by Jim Steele. Clothesline by Jim Steele. Picks up the equaliser. Irish whips him. No shit, mate. This is shit. Oh, ducks the clothesline of the equaliser. And uh, Luther's press. Luther's press. One, two, three. The old Tommy Rich finisher gets the win. Jungle Jim Steele, your winner. Boy, that was a surprise, Tony. Jungle Jim Steele with the steel trap. Got the win here at Super Draw 4. And I tell you what, he earned it because it was a tough one. And, and they went at it. Right at each other, full bore. They, had, they tried different holes, they tried different finishing maneuvers. But what finally won out was this, Tony, the steel trap. Oh, see right there, the equalizer hits the back of his head. 
And that was all she wrote, so to speak, as Jungle Jim Steele gets the win in his first WCW pay-per-view as we go to Mean Gene. So this is the Equalizer's last appearance as the Equalizer. He would next appear on television the 30th of March as Dave Sullivan. And Larry, the legends of Bisco with the commentary. Give us a call at 1-900-909-9900. And also, by the way, our question this hour, was it fair of Commissioner Nick Bockwinkle to force Jimmy Garvin to get into the ring or risk being suspended? Leave your comments on option four at 1-900-909-9900. Calls cost 99 cents. Kids, get your parents' permission, but do call the hotline. Speaking of Commissioner Bockwinkle, uh, join me, if you will, Nick Bockwinkle. And also, one of the great superstars of World Championship Wrestling, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, ladies and gentlemen. Ricky, I know you've made it uh, public knowledge that you would like to meet whoever happens to be the WCW uh, heavyweight title holder. In talking with Ric Flair, he's promised you that opportunity. You know something, that's correct, Mean Gene. Uh, I have been approaching the, the promotion for a year now, and negotiations during that time have broken down, and I've had to go through a lot of red tape. But as I understand it, as of today, that the winner of tonight's match, even though that Flair has gone public in stating the fact that he will give me that title shot, that even if Vader wins tonight, that I will get that title shot with either winner tonight, and tonight there will be a winner. Isn't that right, Commissioner Bakker? Absolute. I can only just reiterate what he's already stated and to put the authority that I have behind me that what he has said, regardless of who comes out as a champion, this man's track record is more than deserving. He's a former champion himself, and he does deserve the shot that I think so many people would like to see. All regardless. right. Very good. Uh, by the way, Ricky, I'm sure you're aware of the fact there is unprecedented security back in the locker room area. Vader has made it well known that if he gets a shot at Terran Flair up before this match even gets underway here in the Thunder Cage, he will do it. I don't know what you make of something like that, but I'll tell you what, the electricity is so thick back there, you could cut it with the knife. You know, I've been back there in the locker room, Mean Gene, and you are correct, it is really thick back there. Security is everywhere. All the wrestlers back there are walking around on edge every once in a while, and in the other locker room, you can hear that bull of a man, Vader, busting up chairs in locker rooms. It is just chaos back there. I know Ric Flair is just trying to set himself at ease and put his mind at tonight's match. All right, I thank you, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, Mr. Bockwinkle, Commissioner of World Championship Wrestling. Right now, let's take you back to Gary Michael Capetta in the ring. Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest, live from Albany, Georgia, it is set for one fall. Introducing first, from the Jersey Shore, weighing 278 pounds, accompanied by one of his Diamond Dolls, is Diamond Dallas Page. Well, DDP Diamond Dallas Page, who when he made his return to World Championship Wrestling, brought out the fishbowl with names of potential opponents. Every time he drew a name, it was somebody who had been retired or, or somebody who wasn't wrestling at WCW. Had a couple of men accept the challenge, one being the Z-Man. So we are back. Singles action again. Diamond Dallas Page being led to the ring by a Diamond Doll. And he will be going up against... Beach, Florida, weighing 237 pounds, 
the one and only Terry Taylor. Terry Taylor versus Diamond Dallas Page here. Uh, Randy Anderson's our referee. Terry Taylor's wearing his uh, red trunks, white boots. Basically, the uh, red rooster gimmick. And Dumb Dumbdale's Page is wearing black and red singlet, red boots. Oh, left pepper and right hand now by Taylor. Right hand. Taylor has. Has he been around? Or has he been. No, he's there still. So, obviously, he left. He went to WC, WWF. And then he's been back here since September of 93. And he's here till... He's here on and off till 1996. Taylor now in control. The uh, Obviously the veteran of this match. Diamond Dallas Page has only been wrestling in about three years. This is the third match in a row that we've had uh, arm ringers. Total control. Diamond does play trying to get out of this, but he can't. Oh, he does that time. Right hand. Irish up now by Page. Went for a right hand, but Terry Taylor stopped himself and then punches and then kicks Diamond Dallas Page down. Oh, armbar. Fujiwara. Taylor's getting Randy Anderson to ask him. Cinching in that armbar. Damon Dallas Page wriggles his way over to the ropes. DDP rolls to the outside. Randy Anderson starts the 10 count. This Diamond Doll is not Kimberly, it's just another right, young lady wearing a nice dress. This is not Kimberly, I don't know who she is. She may be a makeup artist or something, or a uh, local to the Albany, Georgia area. Terry Turner grabs Dom Dallas Page with that arm, rings it again, now sticks the knee into the elbow joint. I think he's done quite well for himself without your direction. Well, that's your opinion. Nice call. Nice callback there by Bobby Heenan saying how he used to try he tried to manage Terry Taylor. Obviously call back to their WWF days. Neat the gut by Page, Irish whip by Page, reversed by Taylor. Sunset flip over top one, two, kick out. Taylor reverses one, two, no. Reverses by Page, one, two, no. Reverse by Taylor, one, two, no. Calls through, jackknife, pin, gets a two count. Nice exchange here between these two gentlemen. Taylor now goes back to the arm. Ba 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 bye Taylor <laughs> Bobby Heenan's uh, <laughs> Bobby Heenan's winking and uh, waving at the young lady. She paid no attention to him. Taylor now rubbing pages face into the mat while he's working on the arm. So over on the Memphis show we're seeing the sort of um we're seeing the the uh, early years of Terry Taylor's um, career. This past week we saw him teaming with Bobby Fulton to face uh, Duke Myers and Bobby Eaton from the 21st of May 1983. Big slam there by Page. K 
kip up by Taylor though, kicks Page away. Goes back to the arm. No, but side headlock by Page. In at the ropes. Push off by Taylor. Oh, lovely clothesline there by Taylor. One, two, kick up by Page. Goes back to the arm. Does Taylor. Picks up Page with the arm. Oh, Jesus Christ. That could have knocked the teeth out of Taylor. Holy moly. Tick to the Kick to the gut now. Numerous times by Page. Oh, stomps on the fingers. Oh, fallen right hand by Page. Taylor now crawls up to the corner. Oh, Page throws Taylor head first at the top turnbuckle. Big back elbows now in the corner. Oh, and again. Taylor is dazed and out. Taylor is down. Taylor now in trouble here. After the, spending the last five minutes or so working on that arm, Taylor now with a, getting kicked in the guts by Page. Dumbass Page giving him a mouthful. Picks up Taylor by the arm. Oh, shoulder, shoulder barge again. Oh, big punt to their ribs. Page now picks up Taylor. Copper on forearms up to the back. Oh, right hand by Taylor. Oh, oh, got a bit of a fish fight now in the corner. Irish rip now. Corner to corner, reversal by Taylor. Page goes into the. Oh, Taylor meets the boot of Taylor. Page go for a super slam. Two, one, two count, two count. It's a suplex kind of. He had him had the arm over the head going for a suplex, but then slammed him. One, two. Gut wrench, gourd buster there by Page. Page drops the elbow. One, two. Taylor's too close to the ropes. Too close to the ropes. Foot on the ropes. Foot on the ropes. Choking now by Page. Choking. There's an old lady in the front row. She is not happy with Diamond Dallas Page. Antics. 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 Page on control. Throws Taylor face first into the corner. Comes out. Oh, beautiful back suplex here by Page. One, two. Kick out. Very impressed here with Diamond Dallas Page. He's only been wrestling for three years. He's doing a very good job here. Got a Cobra Clutch now applied. Cobra Clutch applied by Diamond Dallas Page. Takes the legs down. One, two. Shoulders up just by Taylor. Cobra, this is a laying down Cobra Clutch. So he could, Taylor could either be pinned or submitted. Page in control. Now looking over the uh, looking over the shoulder of this uh, young lady, the Diamond Doll.
And still Taylor trying to get back up. And the fans are right behind him here. Jerry Taylor. Keep him down. Keep him down. He gets loose. Taylor to his feet. He goes down again. Taylor managed to get out of that hold. He stood around, turned around, and got nailed with another clothesline by DDP. DDP not happy with the count from the referee. Because he's a heel, motherfucker. Kicked by Paige to the gut again by Tom Taylor. Oh, Taylor was going to go head first, but he blocks it with an elbow and again. Oh, headbutt. Oh, poke of the eye by Paige. Whoop, 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 whoop. Kick by Paige. Oh. Reverse chin lock takedown there by DDP. Taylor in trouble again. Shoulders. One shoulder is up because Randy Anderson is down there. Chicken. Big professional referee as that he is. Better than that prick Earl Hepner that we have to watch on Monday nights. Those are comments from Bobby the Brain Heated. I can't get over the decision Bockwinkle's making. The man is being... Very, uh, strange thinking that Tony Schiavone would still be commentating 29 years later. Obviously the late, great Bobby Heenan we lost a few years ago now. Oh, back suplex there by Taylor. Breaks the hold. Both men down. Randy Anderson now with 10 count. Three. Page is now trying to get up with the ropes. Taylor's still down. Oh, Taylor's up, Taylor's up. Drop kick by Taylor, right under the chin. Taylor now picks up Page. Irish whip coming up. Oh, Taylor ducked his head, but he got thrown face first into the canvas by Page. Page with a cover. One, two, kick out. Reverse chin look now by Page, I think. Was that Nick Voice? Another devastating manoeuvre by the young, well, I say young, he's about 35, I think, here. I think he's like famously, famously um, old when he started wrestling. Steve Johnson, Steve, can you hand me that water? Yeah, thank you, Steve. And a cold towel. And the stun gun. <laughs> Taylor, again. How much more is left in Terry Taylor? We're finding out right here. He ducks. Taylor. Cross body block. A two count. Dom Dallas Page is three years older than Michael P.S. Hayes here. Dom Dallas Page is 38. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Big round by Page. Taylor's down. One, two. Kick it by Taylor. DDP cocky pin there. DDP's got Taylor in the corner now. Whips him corner to corner. Taylor goes hard into the corner. Diamond Dallas Page comes in. Oh, big running shoulder barge to the abdomen. Big kick there by Page. He's egging Taylor to stand up so he can hit him again with something. 
Oh, big forearm shot there by Taylor. Uh, by uh, Page. Whip corner, corner again. He's coming for that shoulder barge. No, Taylor evades. One, two, three. Taylor wins. Taylor wins. Tony Schiavone, I want to uh, point out to you, demonstrate the international scope, the worldwide scope of world championship wrestling, because joining us all the way from Germany, our broadcast colleague, Ali Mufler. Ali M. from Germany, and uh, Ali, welcome to Super Bowl. Have you ever seen anything quite like it? Certainly not. Thank you very much, much first. Gene, please, let me say one sentence in German. Go right ahead. Okay. Ich bin sehr stolz, dass ich mit dir hier stehen darf, Seite an Seite, vor deinen Millionen Fans, vor deinen TV-Zuschauern, überall in Amerika, die gesamten Wrestling-Fans in den Vereinigten Staaten. I was saying that I'm very, very proud to stand with you, side by side with you, in front of your television audience, in front of million American Wrestling-Fans. And certainly, this Super Brawl is going to be shown in Germany and millions of German wrestling fans will see this main event, this Super Brawl. And they will see also the fantastic audience here in the building. All right, uh, these of course are the greatest fans in the world. We're looking forward to coming to Germany for the big European tour and we're looking forward to seeing you there, Ali. Minjin, I have one last question. Everybody knows, you know, I know, everybody knows that Ric Flair is a very good friend of yours and you know him for many many years what do you think can even this living legend beat a man like vader twice you know it's very strange that you should bring that up i'm not going to put myself in a hot seat ali i'm like every other journalist we're going to find out later tonight ali m thank you tony back to you all right thanks a lot mean gene and ali m our correspondent and our uh, broadcast colleague from germany can you speak german of course did you understand what he said out there? No. He said, this is Super Brawl. And you will like it! <laughs> Spring Stampede is our next pay-per-view. I speak German. Uh. Yes, it is Sunday, April 17th, exclusively on pay-per-view. It comes to you from the Rosemont Horizon in suburban Chicago. Our fans watching on TCI, Prime Cable, Continental Cable Vision, Jones Cable in Chicago, get your tickets now. And, of course, it'll be seen all around the world on pay-per-view. Spring Stampede, Bob. Spring Stampede, Bob. You know that Diamond Dallas Pages girl, I'll tell you, the, the more I think about it, talk about stampeding. Oh, Let's we're on. Let's, yeah, we are, we are. Let's go to the ring. Hey, talk, what? What are we talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, the following contest of Super Brawl 4, it is set for one fall. Introducing first, from Macon, Georgia, 
weighing 235 pounds. He says he's the prettiest in world championship wrestling, Johnny B. Here we go, Miss Molly. Yeah, you're not kidding. You know who was uh, his biggest fan? Jane Fonda. Really? Yeah, he put the kiss on her cheek. And, That's right. Yeah, she's uh, a big fan of Johnny B. Bad. Come on, you can sit down. And ladies and gentlemen, you want me to go where with you? His opponent from Bad Street, USA, in Atlanta, Georgia. Accompanied by fabulous Freebird, Michael P.S. Hayes. He is fabulous Freebird, Jimmy Jam Garvin. A very different looking Jimmy Jam Garvin. He's not got the long hair anymore. He's not, uh, he's put on a few pounds. He's not been wrestling for a couple of years. He's retired apparently. He's a pilot. But he is here and he is representing Freebirds. Going against Johnny B. Bad. Michael Pierce Hayes is out here in his wheelchair. We said Michael Pierce Hayes three years younger than Diamond Dallas Page. Jimmy Jim Garvin looks a hell of a lot older now than he did in like 1992 when he was here. Nick Patrick is our referee. Jimmy Garvin showing off the guns. He's wearing uh, thigh-high boots, red and white tights. Johnny B. Bad wearing uh, white trunks, white uh, boots with uh, some thrills and some sparkly bits all over him. Johnny B. Bad is over like a rover here. Been here in the WCW since September 1991. He is now a good guy. He'll be here for another 18 months and then he'll be off to uh, pastures new to be wild. Carl Nobre type. Both men jostling for position. Jimmy Garvin with a nice, looks like a precious tattoo on his, is it, was it a precious with his manager? His valet. Hair strut. A strut there by Jimmy Garvin. Michael Hayes sitting on the ramp in his wheelchair, moving about a bit. Hope he doesn't fall off the ramp. Hamlock go behind now by Jeremy Bad. Side of luck takedown by Bad. Oh, reversal by Jimmy Garvin. Both men back up to the feet. After this match, we'll be taking a little break and then we'll be back with the four big matches of this card. Three of them being title matches. So Jimmy uh, Garvin back on the outside having a conflag with his three bird brother. Jeremy Bad uh, being pushed back by Nick Patrick to allow Jimmy Garvin back in the ring. Both men in the ring, both men circling. Excuse me. Jimmy Garvin running his fingers through his uh, not so luscious locks anymore. Can't ever tap. Sided up by Bad. Oh dear. Oh, elbow shot. Elbow shot again. Forearm smashed by Garvin and again into the ropes. Garvin pushes off over the top, comes bad. Oh, leapfrog. And a hip toss blocked by Johnny B. Bad. Goes behind, hammerlock, no side headlock. Take down by Johnny B. Bad. One, two. Nick Patrick down there, checking the shoulders. Man, I I there. I'd knock him out again. 
Like I said, this is Michael Pierce Hayes' last appearance in WCW. He would go... Where did he go? Hold on, I did have a look. He did wrestle, I think, before he went to the WWF. So he goes and wrestles in the NWA. In Alabama. And then he goes to wrestle... In the GWF, I think it's Global Wrestling Federation. He teams with Jimmy Garvin. They become the North American Tag Team Titles champions. That's predominantly in the sport tour, sport sportatorium in Dallas, uh, Fort Worth, Dallas. And then he leaves, and he goes back and wrestles in NWA Dallas. And then, yeah, then in 1994 he goes to the WWF as Doc Hendricks well beautiful wrestling here by Johnny B. Bad as you'd expect a flamboyant character but he is a he likes to use those uh, punches as well he's a five time golden glove winner I believe likes to come out with his confetti cannon and his his kisses and doing some good stuff. Standing over top now, standing over Jimmy Garvin with the armbar, cinching in on the uh, the elbow. Oh, rubs the elbow and the uh, face does Johnny Bad. Jimmy Garvin's up to his feet, powers Johnny B. Bad into the corner. Get a clean break here. Yes, clean break, clean break. Crowd still booing the Freebirds. We're encircling now. Connor type. I'm ringing now by Garvin. Reversal by Bad. Reversal again by Garvin. Johnny B. Bad now scoots over the ring. And a... Oh, lovely uh, suplex there. And bargain by Bad. Jimmy Garvin's up to his knees, still in the arm ringer though, the arm bar. Crowd flow beyond bad. Oh, cupboard. Excuse me, cupboard shot there by bad. Garvin's up to his feet. Jimmy Garvin's still got the arm on, rings it again. Hair pull takedown by Garvin with an arm bar of his own. Both men back up. Patrick admonishing, admonishing Jimmy Garvin over the hair pull. Garvin calling time here. He can do that. 
Jimmy Garvin going on the outside. Get some words of wisdom by uh, Michael Hayes. Set him up and take him out. Words of wisdom by Michael Hayes. Cole Nubo top. Take down by Bad. Reverse chin lock. Into the arm ringer. Now uh, sitting on top of uh, sitting on top of Garvin with the arm barred. now with the hammerlock this is the fourth match in a row we've seen arm work somebody needs to agent these goddamn matches and talk to each other Garvin with bad in the corner now we're gonna get clean break no need to get by Garvin and again and again and again oh Johnny be bad is in he's wobbling Jimmy Gavin now with a reversal by Bad in the corner. Oh, knee right at the face. Holy shit, that could have broken his face. Christ on a bike. Oh, big kick to the back of the head by Jimmy Garvin. Goes for the cover. Un, dos, kicks out two. Jimmy Garvin's wearing some very Shawn Michaels-esque tights here. How he's moving around in those fucking side, these knee-high boots, I do not know. Garvin throwing bad head first into the top turnbuckle. And again. Snap mare out the corner, does Garvin. Reverse chin lock. Bobby Heenan and Michael Hayes having a conversation opposite sides of the ring. Sleeper holds still by Jimmy Garvin. Jimmy bads up to his feet though and gets out of the manoeuvre off the ropes over the top. Oh, neat of the gut coming off the ropes by Garvin. Devastating manoeuvre there. Goes for the cover. One, two. Jimmy Garvin, this is as Bobby Heenan keeps saying. Very impressive that Jimmy Garvin hasn't really wrestled for two years and he hasn't really lost anything apart from a apart from a mullet. What's he going for? Is he signal for the DDT? He's going for the DDT. He's got him cinched up, but back body drop there by B Bad gets out of the DDT. Crowd getting behind Johnny B Bad. Oh, right hand to the gut by Bad, and again. Kick to the gut by B Bad and again by Bad. Irish up note reversed by Garvin. Tilt and whirly head scissory thing by Johnny B Bad. <laughs> Johnny B Bad is 
hulking up if you will. Don't be bad. Oh, forearm smash. Irish rip on Garvin. Big back body drop by Johnny B. Bad. He's signaling for the right hand. A kiss that don't miss. And no, Johnny to Garvin ducks it. Oh, I didn't knock that one. Uppercut. Garvin is out. Johnny B. Bad is going for something here, but Jimmy Garvin's the other side of the ring. Johnny Bad goes to the top rope. Johnny, Jimmy Garvin's rolling around the ring. Johnny Bad's on the top rope. Top rope sunset flip. One, two, three. Your winner of the match, Johnny B. Bad. Jimmy Bad's now chasing Michael Hayes down the aisle way, but Jimmy Garvin comes out and knocks Jimmy Bad down with a knee to the back. Michael Hayes was back pedalling, if you will, in his wheelchair. Jimmy Garvin throws Jimmy Bad back into the ring from the apron, from the, uh, the, the aisle way. Jimmy Garvin now stomping away on Jimmy Bad. Oh, Michael Hayes' cowboy boot to the back of the head. By Jimmy Garvin. Looks like he's going for the DD. No, he's going for a. No. What's he going for here? Oh, Stone Cold Stunner. What a maneuver there by Jimmy Garvin. That's the 9 1 1, apparently. It was, a, it was basically a modified. Well, it was a Stone Cold Stunner. Three birds are uh, in control here. Imagine the Freebirds running wild in 1994 in WCW with three, four months away, three, four months away from uh, Hogan being here. Imagine the Hogan and uh, Freebirds WCW. Holy moly! security in the back and a lot of animosity obviously mean gene is back in the middle of it, the dressing room so ladies and gentlemen we will be back after these messages please enjoy hey can i ask you a question first of all Go right ahead you know the definition of a windjammer no i really don't it's now. the agonizing screams of a trapped turd have you heard of the man grace yes i have you have yeah. do you have a father <laughs> man grade is the perfect gift for this Father's Day. Is he alive? Yeah. Yeah. 100% made in America. If he was dead, it would have been a really bad moment in the commercial. <laughs> Your dad's alive? No. Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry about your dad. That's fine. Your father's dead. Is your mom still alive? 
My mom? Yeah. No, she's dead. Jesus Christ, is any of your relatives fucking alive? It's man grace. <laughs> they are revolutionizing the way people grill. What, Adam Egan? Is it true? You haven't heard of the revolution? You can put chicken on this or steak? That's not that unique. <laughs> it weighs a lot of pounds. <laughs> is that heavy? Again. 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 No more flare-ups. You know, you know, when your barbecue has always been flare-ups? Why are you laughing? You're making a mockery out of the man grade. Chicken steak has never tasted so good. <laughs> <laughs> again. Again. <laughs> again. This commercial is like a mini-series. All right, Tony, we talked about the tremendous security. Unprecedented in uh, world championship wrestling history and for good reason vader has publicly stated that if he gets a chance to get to flair in his dressing room before this match even takes place out of the thunder cage at super brawl he'll do so officers if somebody can accompany me i'm gonna try thanks put that barricade down let's see if our camera can come along here she said doesn't sound good back there things are very loud please uh go, uh yeah right Oh, this is, this, I don't even want to think what this is all about. What's, what's going on here? I imagine with an attitude like that, it's going to be pretty tough for me to get anything out of Vader. Hey, just a second, here. Yeah, excuse me, Vader, hey, hey, hey. What, can I talk to you? No interviews. No interviews, you heard it, Tony. And Bobby Heenan, let's get back to you. God, I don't know why I Wow. I'll tell you one thing. Oakland must have a death wish walking down that hall, sticking his little scrawny, furry nose in the dressing room. Well, Vader, I would say Vader is prepared, but then again, he's always like that. The imagine he sticks his head in and says, excuse me. Art Anderson, what an ovation. He's a tough man to beat, Tony, and he just might walk out of here. Television champion. Another man managed at one time by Bobby the Brain Heenan. He wouldn't listen either. None of them did, did they? No, no. Well, Arn Anderson has been the world television champion on many occasions. But the man who We're back, ladies and gentlemen, and we've got a uh, first title match of the uh, the podcast. Television title. Arn Anderson waiting in the ring. He's the challenger to the champion, that being Lord Stephen Regal. He is accompanied by Sir William, who is another familiar face to us over on the Memphis Continental Wrestling cast, is one Bill Dundee. As it's being a title match, we have a special ring announcer, the one and only Michael Buffer. Randy and is Randy? Is Randy Anderson going to be I think Randy Anderson's going to be referee. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the WCW and Super Brawl 4 present the battle 
for the World Television Heavyweight Championship. When the bell rings, the man in charge of the action will be referee Randy Anderson. Introducing first, wearing black and turquoise, and weighing in at 249 and one half pounds from Apple Valley, Minnesota. He's a former three-time world TV champion and a five-time world heavyweight tag team champion. Wow. From the Four Horsemen and the legendary Anderson family, the challenger, the enforcer, Arn Anderson. Who at this point is 36. Escorted by his advisor, the noble Sir William, comes to the ring wearing a royal blue, trimmed in red. He weighs 18 stone, two pounds. He's the former European tag champion, the former European heavyweight champion, the former all nations heavyweight champion. Ladies and gentlemen, from Blackpool, England, presenting the world television heavyweight champion, Lord Steven Regal. And he is Regal, all right, Tony. Lord Steven Regal here, 26 at this time. He looks a about the same age as Arn Anderson. <laughs> Arn unbelievable, but Arn Anderson is 36. So you've got, Mike, so you've got Michael Hayes, 35. Arn Anderson, 36. DDP, 38. And they all look about 50. And Arn Anderson just about looks the same age as he, he does now. Rand Anderson, referee, holding up the lovely WCW television title belt. Arn Anderson, black trunks, white boots. Lord Stephen Regal, uh, blue and red Trunks, don't see what coloured boots he's wearing. He's got his quad, a black, uh, dark red boots. He's got his uh, thigh tapered up. Does Lord Stephen Regal? Bella's wrong. We are underway. I do apologise if you can hear a bit of outside noise. The neighbours doing some drilling outside. Lord Stephen Regal. Uh, he's got his hands behind his back, being very snobbish. Been circling. This is going to be a technical bout for sure. Both men uh, very apt at the uh, the wrestling. Can't never top. Both men jostling for position. Got a USA chant going on. Both men down to one knee, still in the can't never top. Pushing off each other. Both men very similar height, very similar weight. Arn Anderson, possibly with the experience, but only just, I'd say. He started wrestling in 1982, and then Regal started, I think that's 83, so they've, they've both been wrestling for the same period. Obviously, considering Regal's age, he started wrestling when he was like 15, something like that. It's like famous that he, he told those stories on his podcast when he had a podcast before he left to go back to the... Uh, Chilly North, not the Chilly North, well, Connecticut, whatever. So William on the outside, one Bill Dundee. I believe Regal um, didn't get on with um, Bill Dundee out of the uh, out of the arena. I don't think they got on. I don't think they travelled well together. Carl Nebo once again, side headlock by Arn. Cinching that in, his arm. Oh. Regal gets to the ropes, clean break. 
Regal's not happy about that left ear. Excuse me. Regal's getting annoyed at the uh, the ear being hurt. Can't ever once again. So I'd look again by Arn. Going to be affecting that ear once again. And the cons consummate athlete, the consummate professional. At this point, hasn't got long left in his career, I don't think. I don't think he's got long because he has suffers an injury. He's 96. Uh, 96 into 97. His last match is 1997, and then he has a couple more matches in 2000 against when he's in a mini feud of David Flair. But his sort of last competitive sort of constant match is the 27th of January 1997. He teams with Steve Munger to defeat the amazing French Canadians. And then I think he suffers a arm injury, which he still suffers with today. I think if you watch AEW sometimes, Arn will be on then. He's got like a, his hand, he can't sort of straighten out his hand and stuff. I think he suffered severe arm damage and stuff. So, William Regal now, sorry, Stephen Regal in control. Got the arm locked and he's now pulling on the chin of Anderson. Going to see some moves here that we're not going to be able to call probably. Full on Dragon Twist again. This is the fifth match we've been seeing this week. Two Kentucky Derbies, two Super Bowls, two Daytona 500s. What's that? That's a car race they had today. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, Sterling Marlin won. Why would anybody go and see a car race? Well, you can sit on the interstate and watch cars go by. Same thing. Still a lot of, uh, you know, what we're what we're seeing here is a lot of stalling by the World Television Champion. But like I said, I don't know if that's going to work with Aaron Anderson. We've been circling now. Going to go for a Greco-Roman knuckle lock here. Nope. Regal's got the knuckles locked with one hand and trying to keep on Anson away from the with the other. And the fingers are locked. The fingers are locked. Don't know who's going to have the advantage here. We both been very similar height, very very similar weight. Regal now with a bit of an advantage. Anderson now trying to fight back. Oh, Anderson's down to one knee, Anderson's down to both knees. Regal's got the advantage here, just. Regal in charge, but the crowd are now going to start getting behind Anderson. Anderson's back up to his feet. Anderson's back up. Both of them still back, and Regal's now going down to his knees. Regal's shoulders are not down, he's bridging on, he's bridging on that neck. I believe it's a broken neck at this point. He broke back in uh, September. Kick by Ian Anderson. Full arm dragon twist. Takes the leg down. Oh, lovely twist in the arm around, the, around his own leg. Oh. Oh, twisting that arm around his leg. Oh. Boot to the face there by uh, Regal. Breaks the hold. Anderson now in trouble. Oh, beautiful European uppercut there by Regal. 
Again. Both men sweating profusely. They've only been wrestling about five or ten minutes. Sweating profusely here. Full arm dragon twist. Regal takes the legs down there. He's got the uh, arm barred and the chin. Half chicken wing. Bobby just called it. Well done, Heenan. Oh. Both men uh, hold for hold here. They one works the arm, then the other works the arm. Very good matches we'd expect it to be here on these two with these two gentlemen. I think they've been having a little um, to and fro on Saturday night, I believe. That's what the footage seemed to imply at the beginning of the pay-per-view. We're looking, we're looking, ladies and gentlemen, we're live, pal. Where are we? Uh, oh, it's February. Yeah, he's with he wrestles Regal on a house show. Paul Orndorff is wrestling. He's facing Paul Roma, Shanghai Pierce, Paul Roma. Yeah, not they haven't really been doing much on the house shows, on the their television or anything. They wrestled each other on the 28th of September 1993. They went to a 15-minute time limit draw. So there's... I don't know what that footage was from, but it might have been from that episode, maybe. But both men are back up to their feet. Colin Lebo took Anderson pushes Regal into the corner. Clean break. Nope, shoulder tackle by... Anderson, Randy Anderson, no relation of the referee. Shoulder barge again by Anderson. Full arm. Oh! Drops the elbow over the collarbone. Hammerlock now by Anderson with a knee for added leverage. Anderson's trying to get Regal's shoulders down. He's got one down. He's trying to get the other one down. But, excuse me. Regal got the shoulders down. One, two, kick out. Rand Anderson right in the thick of this action. Sir Williams right there on the outside as well, trying to encourage his man. You are good friends with Buddy Ryan? Yes. I should have known. And John Madden's a good friend of mine. I was manager of the All Madden team in 1988. You know that. Yeah, I knew that. A two count. I'd rather have cash. Look at this. Regal back up to his feet now. Anderson now with the arm again. He's got the arm. He's gone outside, and he's going to look. Like he's going to ring it around the ring post. And Anderson. Oh, that shoulder goes right into the ring post there. Anderson, and again. Crowd fuller behind double A here. So William going around to give his man some, some ointment. I don't know, trying to give him something. And he's checking the time. 15 minutes have gone, apparently. I believe this is a 30-minute time limit. Well, he, what they're doing, they, they'd like to stall for time. Look 
Lee going now back in the ring. Holding onto the ropes. He's trying to keep as close to the ropes as possible. Man, Jocelyn, Colin Elbow. Oh! Forearm smash to the ear. Oh, and the back. You can see the sweat pluming off the back of Arn Anderson. Reverse chin. Oh, he's got him in a front chancery. Lovely manoeuvre there by William Regal. The cravat. I think it's a front chancery, isn't it? It's a very uh, popular move made uh, popular in the 2000s by uh, Claudio Castagnoli and Chris Hero. Chris Hero was a big uh, fan. Oh, lovely manoeuvre there. Big fan of William Regal. Anderson slammed Regal, but Regal still had the fingers locked on the cravat, so he carries on. Anderson's shoulders are down, but Randy Anderson's down there counting every single time. One knee. Regal still got the got the cravat. Got the cravat in. Anderson now bashing the knees. Broken the cravat. Oh, kick by Regal. Reverse chin lock now. No, and uh, no. Anderson's up. He's got the arm again. Hammerlock now by arm. Beautiful transition there. Oh, stomps the arm. Stomps the arm. And again. Excellent wrestling match here, ladies and gentlemen. Who? Haven't seen this or go out of your way. We're halfway through the match, I believe. Well, yes, it's a 30 minute omelet. It's a very good match. Match of the night so far. Anderson. Anderson's got the arm again. Drapes it over the ropes. Now drapes it over his own shoulder. Ringing it over his shoulder. Regal trying to get away much as he can even though Anderson's got hold of that arm 15 minutes have gone 15 minutes to go I do apologise just eating me tea so oh hits us in that Regal yep oh smothering him a bit there there's Regal right now is his lordship should have his wrist tape. If he had his wrist tape, then he could use the tape. You see? Yes. When you tape your wrist and you put it in a man's eye, perfectly legal. You can do it all you want, Tony. Get some tape and I'll show you. I'll wrap my wrist later and rip your eye. Arn Anderson has the cravat is on. Anderson gets back up. Good position for the elbow to the gut. And there's a big left-hand forearm. Anderson is a southpaw. He likes to use the left-hand blows. And now, up and down with a back body drop. This great athlete from Minnesota covers 
wants to bring the Anderson family back to a championship reign again. Well, he's not going to be his lordship with a nonchalant cover like that. He's got to, he's got to hook the tights and, uh, and the leg and just hook him. Just hook him. With he anything, is. it doesn't matter. Anderson's world tag team reigns have been with Ole Anderson as his partner. Of course, the Anderson family, Tully Blanchard, Larry Zabisco, Paul Roma. He's, many people consider him the greatest tag team wrestler ever. And he's, he's had a little trouble keeping partners. Wait a minute, is he? And he keeps the world television champion down now. Anderson's still got control of this match. He's got the arm uh, fully uh, locked, fully barred. Regal shoulders are down. Randy Anderson once again down there checking. Regal gets out. Oh, smashes arm with a forearm smash again. European upcut. Back over now on the ropes. Oh, Jesus Christ took Arn's head off there. Holy shit. Reverse chin look again by Regal, rubbing those forearms in the face of Arn. Up to the feet. Regal whips note, reversed by Arn in the corner. Oh, back first goes Regal. Regal on the floor in pain on the canvas, sorry. Oh. Jumping knee from the bottom rope, Anderson. Regal rolls to the outside for a breather. Dropped the arm of Regal over the top rope. Regal's in a lot of pain on that back now. He's, his legs are hurting, his arms are hurting, his back's hurting, everything's hurting him. One, two, he's in the ropes, he's in the ropes. Oh, palm strike there by uh, Regal to the face of Arn. Regal now with Arn. What's he going for here? Puts him in the corner. Oh, headbutt. Oh, forearm smashed to the chest. Pee Wee checking on Alan in the corner, making sure he's okay to carry on. And uh, shaking the cobwebs away here after that headbutt and forearm smash. Regal now with a reverse chin lock. Oh, European uppercut. And Anderson knocked down on the, on the outside of the apron. Oh, Sir William with that umbrella to the throat while uh, Regal was keeping the referee occupied. It's the first time Sir William has uh, made an appearance in this match to interfere. Regal now with Anderson. Puts him in the corner again. Oh, headbutt again. Ten minutes left, ten minutes left. Forearm smash, forearm smash. Jesus Christ, William Regal, Stephen Regal, pummeling Anderson here. Sir William there with a very Australian accent, does uh, Sir William. 
Regal now. Oh! Got Arn over in a single grab. Very close to the ropes. So he can use the ropes. Added a leverage by the Englishman. Randy Anderson's in the face of Arn, making sure he doesn't want to give up. But Randy Anderson saw the ropes. Oh! Neat in the back. Hands on one knee, goes up. Oh, forearm smash to the back. And again. Regal uh, slingshots on off the ropes. Regal going for something on the mat now. Reverse. No, um, no, don't know what's going on here. Regal's on top. While Arn is face first on the canvas. Oh, Regal's going for the legs. He's got the legs there. Grapevine. Wow. Should we get in the, in the old uh, regal stretch? Got half a chicken wing on the arm. He's now trying to. Oh, he's got the uh, the fingers locked across the face. Cross face, uh, very uh, cross face move. I think this is a this is the stretch plum or something. I'm not sure. Regal smashes down in the back. Still got the legs grapevined. Now cinching on the uh, cinching on the legs, pulling the feet back. Now raking the knuckles across the bridge of the nose. Oh, knee the back by Regal. Now the reverse chin look again. Reverse cross face. Slapping the mat, he's not giving up. No tap outs here. But Anderson! Now working on the leg! Now going after the leg! Uh-oh! This is bad! This is bad, Tony! Cross-facing him and rubbing your forearm in his face. You're going to make a man doing that. You've got to hurt him. You've got to take his knee up or a shoulder. You've got to make him unable to fight. Uh oh! Oh my goodness! As my good friend Chris Berman would say, back, 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 back. that's out of here. Bobby. Anderson rolled to the outside and then got smashed in the back of the head with an umbrella again. He's now covered in Johnny B. Bad's confetti. You could hear an elderly lady on the outside going, You son of a bitch! To Sir William. Anderson hooks the, hooks the legs of Regal and pulls him out. So, no! Oh, smashes that knee across the apron. Anderson again! Back covered in Johnny B. Bad confetti. Now comes back in the ring. Trying to take down, he does, he takes down Regal. Go for that figure four again. 
reminds me of Joe Theismann. Remember how his leg looked after Lawrence Taylor took it out? Yes, I do. What's going to happen here? Eagles. Uh, oh, Anderson jams the knee into the mat. He's going to take that knee back to Minnesota with him. Now drags Regal away from the ropes, but Regal fighting. Takes down arm. Now rubbing the forearm across the eyes. Trying to grab an arm. Hammerlock. Five minutes remaining. Anderson on his knees. Regal trying to do something. No, he gets off him. Oh, smashes him on the back with a forearm smash. And again. Knee in the back now, pulling back on the chin. And the leg, he's trying to grab anything, he's regal. I've got the knee in the back, pulling on the chin. It's the Blackpool native. You know, there's rumors about him being romantically involved with Lady Di. You know that, regal? Or aren't? I'm working without a net. Regal, the lordship, his lordship. There you see the thunder cage above as we are under five minutes. Both men up to the feet now. Regal whips Anderson hard into the corner. Four minutes left. Four minutes left. Oh, kick by Regal. Goes for the cover. Two count. One, two. Head. It looks like one of those big honeydew melons. Oh, Bobby, a big gourd. Well, have he ever been over to we go now in control. Still, still in control. Work on the uh, the head and the arm of Arn Anderson. Both men dripping with sweat, absolutely pouring. Arn's trying to get back up. Three minutes remaining. Regal. Oh, headbutt by Anderson. He's on his knees. He's up to his feet. Oh, right hand by Arn. Oh, uppercut by Regal. Punch by Arn. Uppercut by Regal. Oh, right hand by Arn. And again. Anderson's got Regal rocking. Oh, Regal's down, Regal's down. Arn goes for cover. One, two, kick out. One, two, kick out. One, two. Foot in the face by Regal. Both men knuckle locked. Trying to get the advantage, trying to get the other one down for that magical three count. One, two, kick out just by Arn. Holy shit, that was close. Regal's now got his shoulders. He's got his knees on the shoulders. Ripping that knee into the face. Holy moly, two minutes left. One, two, no. Anderson trying to get up. And he is, both men, no. Anderson's up to his knees, at least. So he's not in danger of getting pinned at the minute. Both men have still got their fingers locked. Both men back to their feet. Take down by Regal. Oh! Body scissors by Arn. Body scissors by Arn. Anderson's shoulders are down. Anderson's shoulders are down. One, two, no. 
Regal's got the legs now. He's turning over for Boston Crab. Boston Crab. No. Anderson. Oh, lovely reversal there. Sends Regal flying to the canvas. Both men are up. Sleeper hold. Sleeper, 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 sleeper. Arn Anderson's got him in a sleeper hold. And uh, Regal. Oh, thrown into the game. Schoolboy, schoolboy, schoolboy. One, two. Kick out by Regal. Regal goes for a hip toss. No side headlock by Arn. One one minute left. Oh, small bird, score bird. One, two. Oh, Anderson. With that uh, small package. Less than a minute left. Forearm smashed by Regal. Is he going for a double underhook here? 45 seconds left. 45 seconds left. Arn Anderson. Irish up by Anderson. And... Boom! Spine buster, but he can't capitalise. He cannot capitalise. He can't capitalise. Regal's on the ropes. Regal's in the ropes. So Williams holding Regal, so he can't get him over. Regal, no, 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 don't. No, Arn. No, no, Arn. No. Shoulder tackle now. Arn's on the on the apron. Some sunset flip. Sunset flip. Sunset flip. Sunset flip. Regal's got hold of the umbrella. Regal's. Oh, he's down. One, two, three. Ah, with less than 10 seconds left, William Regal, Sir Lord Stephen Regal, gets the win with assistance from Sir William and the Umbrella. What a match, holy moly. He will get his shot once again. I'm sure Lord Stephen Regal is still the television champion. Well, we have one title match down. Two, you look fine. What? We have one title match down, two to go. Our next one is for the tag team championship. Now, excuse us. You never know what's going to happen at WCW. The clash of the champions. You brought the misses. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> the clash of the champions. Take a look at what happened. This match, we're going to see between Cactus Jack and Max Payne, the Nasty Boys, is what gave Cactus and Max this title shot. You were there, Bobby, in Baton Rouge. Oh. We all thought the Nasty Boys was going to win it with that move. But as Randy Anderson sends, sags out, here comes Big Max Payne and good night, Brian Knox. See, now I lost track here. Yeah, I boys. never knew who was legal. Do you? The only important thing is the referee knew wow. who was legal. Hey, hey. You ready to Are go to the ring? We on? Yeah. I don't know, guys. What? Talk about working without a net. You know, like you were asking me earlier to pick a winner. Yes. Cactus Jack, Max Payne, the Nasties. Yes. How can you pick a winner? None of them know how to wrestle. They know how to fight. Why don't you just give them a bunch of cans of spray paint and maybe uh, some Black & Decker chainsaws. Uh, am I boring you, Tony? Go to the ring. Am I bothering you? Am yeah. I keeping you up? Boy, oh boy. Where's Gordon Soley when you need him? The World Tag Team title is on the line. I 
Tony Schiavone, and uh, you know who he is. The he Brain. Is the Brain. Uh, Bobby the Brain, he did. Like Donald Trump always calls me The Brain. I said, thank you, the Donald. Here we go. You know, you mentioned something that I agree. About what? I agree with one thing. All four men do not wrestle. They fight. And this for the tag team title is going to be a fight. Max Payne has credentials. He can wrestle. But so much of this other hot ball is rubbed off on him. They're both nuts. Well, I think we knew that. I mean, they go to the psychiatrist's office. He makes them lay under the couch. You take a look at this capacity crowd on hand. Oh, rock and roll, and I like it. We're headlining another tag team title match. We once again have the introductions with Michael Buffer. Nick Patrick is our referee. The challenges and the champions are now in the ring. Let's take it to Michael Buffer. And now, ladies and gentlemen, man your battle stations. This is for the Tag Team Heavyweight Championship of the World. Man in charge of the action, referee Nick Patrick. Introducing first the most bizarre tag team in WCW history. Wearing black trimmed with skulls, weighing 389 pounds from the state of Euphoria. The master of the painkiller, he is Max Weighing 307 pounds, wearing black with gold. He's the most unpredictable, huh. unorthodox huh. wrestler in the world. Huh. He doesn't know the meaning of the word pain from truth or consequences, New Mexico. Cactus Chad! Bang, bang! And their opponents at a combined weight of 598 and three quarter pounds, wearing black and splash. They are the meanest. The scariest and the oh-so-dangerous tag team heavyweight champions of the world, Brian Nobbs and Jerry Sags. They are the Nasty Boys. Yes, they are. All right. Now, you were saying about this uh, gum thing. So we've got tag team action, Cactus Jack and Max Payne going against Allentown Natives. The Nasty Boys. Speaking of Allentown, don't forget to check out Friends of the Show. Greetings from Allentown with Pete Winston and Keefe. They are currently discussing uh, February 1989 WWF, but they've got a whole back catalogue of the. They cover Memphis, they cover 92 WF, they cover various other time periods. They do sort of sections of time for different promotions, but you can go and check them out. Greetings from Allentown. And all good podcasts. Also in the description here, you'll find other podcasts that we are friends with. Uh, Book and Territory, Our Vantage Point, Acid Wash Memories, Stick to Wrestling with John McAdam, Between the Sheets, various other great promotions out there that do their best to uh, give you a weekly look at nostalgic wrestling. 
So Max Payne is going to be starting for his team. Black t-shirt, black trunks, black boots with their various skulls and rock and heavy metal things on them. Nasty boys are wearing their uh, graffiti tops with black tights, black boots. Oh, Brian Nobbs started for his team and he's taken down with a German suplex and he is uh, he's out of the ring. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> he landed on his head a bit there. Did Brian. Released German suplex there by Big Bad Max Payne, the future man Mountain Rock. Been in the promotion about a year, been wrestling since about 1987. I think he may have been even, I think he was in Memphis, I'm sure he was in Memphis, but according to Cage Match, he started in 1987 in New Japan, which doesn't seem, there's not many Gaijin start there, have their first match in Japan, so I think that might be slightly wrong. Jerry Sags now in, Colin Libra top, break of the eyes, kick. Irish up now by Sags. Oh, going for another kick, but he's caught. Max Payne catches him. Oh, belly to belly. Beautiful suplexes here by Max Payne. Sags now rolls to the outside. Apparently he did start in 1987. I was just looking on Wikipedia. Oh, his Wikipedia. He worked for the WWF in March of 1986 and put together the steel cage, used in the main event of WrestleMania 2. With his training complete, he deb debuted in uh, June 1987 and soon after travelled to Japan and worked in the dojo, where he trained alongside fellow Gaijin Chris Benoit for five months. Bill, he's come from Hell's Kitchen. He does wrestle in Memphis in 1988. He defeated Jerry Lawler to win the title. Max Payne absolutely obliterating the Nasty Boys here with suplexes and big power slam there by Max Payne. The Nasty Boys have never been... Uh, I've never seen the Nasty Boys in a match like this. Not even against like the Leeds and the Doom or anybody. Cactus Jack's got his boot on the ropes. Head first goes Nobbs. Tag to Jack. Irish hit by Max Payne. Oh, flying forearm there by Jack. And again to Nobbs. Sags even. Picks up Nobbs. Slams him down. Cactus wearing uh, black and uh, leopard print. Oh, elbow drops by Cactus and Payne. Cactus goes for the cover. One, two. Kick to the back of the head by Sags. Single leg takedown there by Jack. Rubbing the face of no uh, Sags into the ropes, into the ring. Max Payne now in as well. Irish rips Nobbs corner to corner. Big back elbow. Throws Nobbs down. Nobbs are, uh, Nasty Boys are minus Missy Hyatt. I don't know where Missy Hyatt is. Has she left? She may have left. It may have been the time when she left with the sexual law, sex lawsuit or something she did. She is. I don't know who she is now. Can you just tell us? She may. She probably hasn't gone into. Let's see. Now tell me, is it because she's not wrestling? We'll have a look. Hold on. Let's have a look. We're live, brother. We're live. We're doing this on the fly. I don't know where she is. I 
Because I know she has a lawsuit with WCW at some time. Uh, Hyatt. She was fired in 1994. Um, she's gone. She's gone for. A, she's just out of wrestling for a year, and then she debuts in ECW in 1995. She's only probably just been fired. though, being February. So. Oh, leg drop to the back of the head by Cactus. Brian Nobbs' head was under the bottom rope. Tag to Max Payne. Cactus got hold of Nobbs. Punch to the kidneys there by Payne. Irish it by Payne. Big kick. Oh, head first into the canvas goes Nobbs. One, two, kick out by Nobbs. Max Payne now with an armbar. Good God, this is the fucking sick match with armbars. Why don't these... Oh, my God. Kick by Nobbs, Max Payne now. Irish it reversed by Payne. Oh, Nobbs needs. Oh, Nobbs is uh, not quite with it, I don't think. No, he's out of it a bit. He's not hitting the ropes very well. Total elimination there by the Nasty Boys on Max Payne. Cactus comes in. Attacks Nobbs. Sags now in. Not the legal man. Oh, Nick the uh, King Gangoolies. Nick Patrick now in the face of Nobbs. Sags, even, sorry. Sags drops the elbow across the knee of Max Payne. You hear the referee, Nick Patrick, say, how about it, Payne? Max Payne is in a lot of pain right now. Starting to make a wish. Yeah, it is. You know, in, in an effort to keep a 300-pounder off his feet, they're doing a pretty darn good job of it. It's going to be hard for Max Payne to maneuver, and he looked oh so good at the beginning of the match. Nobbs tries to pick up Max Payne, but he can't, and he can't again. But Max Payne picks up Nobbs and slams him down with ease. Off the ropes goes Payne. Oh, went for a leg drop, but he missed. Hurting that knee a bit more. Elbow drop by Nobbs. Nobbs up to the second rope on the inside. Brian Nobbs. Oh, went for a second rope leg drop, but he missed. Max Payne rolled out just in time. Sags now in. Cactus in. Cactus whirling away with punches and kicks to Sags. Oh, Irish rip now by Jack. Oh, kick to the gut. Off the ropes. Big knee lift. Forearm smashed to Nobbs. Oh, drops his weight across the back of Sags. And over the top clothesline from Jack to Nobbs. Jack's on the apron. Oh, he gets knocked off the apron by Sags. Nobs is on. Nobs is moving the ring mats now. Cactus check on the apron. Oh, shot! Oh, Jesus Christ! Sags with a shoulder tackle from the out from the inside. Flat back bump from Cactus off the apron on the concrete floor. Holy shit! Shades of uh, Class of Champions ten with Mil Mascaris. Max Payne going over to check over his on his partner. Nobs on the floor now with Jack. 
Oh, throws Jack headfirst into the ring, uh, the ring guard, the guard rail, if you will. Cactus is kind of up. He's coughing up blood. Cactus is uh, not looking good here. Sags now on the apron. Oh, kick to the face. Measuring him again. Oh, Sags with another kick to the face of Jack. We're getting a, a lovely replay here now as we see. Here comes Sags. Boom. Boom. Flat back bump on the concrete floor. Cactus still trying to get back in the ring. And he's now back in the ring. Back in the ring. Cactus is in. Nobs now. Sorry, Sags. No, he's Nobs. Jesus Christ. Slams down Jack. Nobs now with the legs. Boston Crab. How can Town Crab, maybe? Sags pushing on the uh, the chest of knobs for a bit of added leverage. Tag now. Sags is in legally. And dropped you over across the back of Cactus Jack. He was out of wrestling actually until July. Didn't come back in the ring until September. We often thought that Cactus Jack wouldn't make it. And we thought that he wouldn't make it. He is still in this one. They're just discussing the uh, Cactus Jack Vader angle from last year. Boston Crab again by uh, the Nasty Boys. Oh! Nobs comes in, drops the elbow, he's going for the Boston Crab again. Nick Patrick. Got no idea what's going on. Cactus Jack crawling across, crawling. But he's got knobs on the back. Crawling. Max Payne's coming in. And. Oh, no, attacks uh, Sags on their apron. Need to be attacking knobs, mate, not Sags. <laughs> Even Poppy pointed out. <laughs> Sags now. Oh, went to drop the elbow, but the referee saw him. Max Payne's still in. And he pulls Cactus across, <laughs> physically pulling Cactus across the ring with the. <laughs> so he's a little bit closer to him. Max Payne goes for the tag. Cactus, Cactus, Cactus. Gets the tag, but referee does not see it. The referee was admonishing Jerry Sags to get back outside. The referee did not see it, but Max Payne doesn't care. Clobber and shot to Brian Nobbs. Referee didn't see it, referee didn't see it. Double team now by the Nasty Boys. Cactus Jabble, double DDT! He ducked the double clothesline and he turns around and hit, drops the Nasty Boys with a double DDT. Crowd went banana. Cactus rolling around trying to get that tag. And he's in, Max Payne is in, Max Payne is in. Clothesline and knobs. Clothesline and tag. Jesus Christ, there's some big clotheslines. And... Oh, fuck me. Belly to belly on the head, on the head. Holy shit. Big slam of sags. Brian Nobbs is in trouble. Brian Nobbs is holding his arm. I think he may have uh, landed on his shoulder. Fuck. Holy shit. Brian Nobbs is, Brian Nobbs is fucked. Brian Nobbs' arm is fucked. 
He's going for the painkiller on the opposite arm. He's going for the painkiller. Cactus Jack knocks down Sags. Sags is going outside. He's got a guitar. Sags has got a guitar. And oh, over the head of Max Payne. Referee sort. Referee's call for the bell. Brian Nobbs is fucked. Brian Nobbs' arm has not moved. You're winners by disqualification. Max Payne and Cactus Jack, but they uh, they do not regain. They do not win the World Tag Team titles. Holy shit! Qualified the nasty boys, but in a disqualification, they do retain their championship. Still tag team champions of the world, the nasty boys. All right, Bobby, here's some of what went on. This is where I think he hurt his arm. Uh, I don't know how to explain this. Notice this right on. He goes right down on it. Wow, I believe he broke his arm or wrist there. They show, even though Brian Lumps may have broken his arm, they show that horrific fucking suplex once again. Holy shit, he landed, he, all of his weight came on that arm. I don't think he's broken, I think he's probably done something to his shoulder. You can take it with the guitar, I guess. I don't know, I don't know what to say. Alright, back in the dressing room area, still a lot of tension as we go to meet Gene Okerlund. Well, you know, Tony Schiavone, I'm standing back here right now with Ricky Steamboat, with uh, the Nature Boy, Ric Flair. We have just seen that exciting tag team match, and all of us back here are shaking our heads. What those four men did to each other is absolutely unbelievable. By the way, ladies and gentlemen... Whatever he did, he this, this match happens on the 20th of February. The next match that the Nasty Boys have which is uh, on WCW Power Hour. He wrestles on the 3rd of March. And they may have been taped another time. But so they wrestle on the 3rd, they wrestle on the 3rd, they wrestle on the 24th. The next house show they're on is the 8th of um, April. So he's either out for a couple of weeks or he's out for about a month and a half, depending on when they're taped. When is that taped? He's not out for that long, so it's obviously not a uh, a breakage. Who is sitting down in front of his television set in Clearwater, Florida, with his family tonight? You know, I'm talking about the great Hulk Hogan. And certainly he has expressed interest in this match he's going to be watching. Well, Gene, you and I have talked about it many times. If Hogan and I ever hook up, it'll be the biggest thing in the history of professional sports. But I'm focused tonight on Vader. Vader, I'm looking at you as something I have to beat, someone I have to move aside, someone I have to get around to go on with this career. And, of course, if I'm fortunate enough tonight to get by Vader, then I've got to wrestle one of the greatest of all time, and that's Rick Steamboat. You know, I should point out, uh, for the record, I tried to get into the locker room of Vader. That gun went ballistic on me. What he's going to do on the Thunder Cage is only speculation on my part. Ricky Steamboat, you are going to be watching this one anxiously also. You know, that's true, Gene. I have gone through a lot of negotiations this past year, gone through a lot, lot of red tape, had to step on a few toes to get where I'm at right now. Thanks to Commissioner Nick Bockwinkle, who has checked the track record of everybody and given me the go-ahead that I will take on the winner of tonight's match. Arn Anderson, very quickly, uh, I don't know if you can even talk. This guy just took a shot in the Adam's apple. 
Uh, your thoughts, I know you've got a friend uh, in Ric Flair. Well, the violence we're experiencing tonight through the whole show, Gene, is unparalleled, but now you know what you got to do. You know what he did to you. You know what it's going to take. So take it to him. We're ready. All right, uh, that's it. They're ready. Right now, let's get back to the arena. All right. Our thanks to me, Gene Okerlund. Quick, everybody, check your wallet. It's dark. And Bobby the Brain Heenan's in the building. Hello, are we on? Yeah, we're on. Yes, you're right, Tony. Everything you said is right. I'm in the building. We are waiting the Thunder Cage. Well, that's where they should put Max Payne and Cactus and the Nazi. Well, Bob, in your first WCW pay-per-view... I'm impressed. It's something else, isn't it? I am impressed. Where have I been all my life? This is for me. This is World Championship Wrestling. The Steel Cage. 20 to 25 feet high. The door is on the near side. Two matches remain in double thunder cage for the first time ever on pay-per-view. Two and, cage matches. And this is going to be the six-man tag, right? Right. Now you know Ric Flair has to be back there watching this. He's watching the cage lower. He's gonna watch these six men get in there, but he's gonna be looking at that cage and thinking of Vader. And this six-man tag match isn't going to be that easy either. I guess we're ready for Gary Capetto. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the first of two Thunder Cage matches. There will be no disqualifications allowed in this match. Introducing first six-man tag team action. Set for one fall with a 30-minute time limit. Team number one, first from Robbinsdale, Minnesota, weighing 249 pounds, recognized by WCW International as the World Heavyweight Champion, Ravishing Quinn Ladies and gentlemen, along with Colonel Ralph Parker from Hollywood, California, Weighing 253 pounds, the United States heavyweight champion, stunning Steve Austin. And their partner from Tampa, Florida, weighing 247 pounds, Mr. Wonderful Paul you want to about this trio three of the greatest in our sport in the thunder cage i don't see how you can get out of it Tony. and ladies and gentlemen their opponents introducing from hollywood california 227 pounds Dustin 
California, weighing 251 pounds, this is Sting! Ladies and gentlemen, Thunderdome, the first Thunderdome cage match of the evening. It's a six-man tag. Flying Brian, Dustin Rhodes, Sting going up against Paul Orndorff, Rick Rude and Stunning Steve Austin. Anything goes. This is the Thunderdome cage match. So this is it goes over the ring and it, uh, um, it encases the outside, and it's tapered at the at the top. It's um, uh, they had it in '89, I think. It was famously, I think, Halloween Halloween Havoc Night '89 with Terry Funk and Muta against Sting and Blair with Bruno as a special uh, referee or something like that. But yes, the way, so it goes around the ring and round the outside. So you, it could be used as a weapon, I'd imagine. This is going to be a traditional six-man tag. Crowd shouting, Paula, Paula. Rick Rude starting for his team. Rick Rude starting for his team. Sting starting for his. Sting wearing uh, orange tights, purple boots. Paul Orndorff starting for his team. Yellow trunks, black boots. Rick Rude wants no part of Sting. They're currently in a feud. This would be Rick Rude's uh, second to last match. Uh, Rick Rude, he, yeah, he's got another couple of months. Uh, yeah, he's got another couple of months left until he unfortunately retires due to an injury caused in Japan. Rick Rude is in, Rick Rude is in. He's wearing uh, his uh, Rick Rude designed tights. Oh, Jesus Christ, black boots, huge back boy drop there by Sting, and a clothesline, and a clothesline again, and a clothesline again, holy moly. The man called Sting is in control. Austin and Orndorff vacate the corner, they want no part of Sting. Austin is the current United States champion. I believe, I'm sure Gary Capetta said he was the champion. He's the champion, is he the champion? Yes, he's the champion, yep. He won the title, when did he win the title? He won the title. He's been the champion for a while. He defeats Dustin Rhodes at Starcade to win the title. So he's only been the champion in a couple of months. Ronald Dorf now in, working over the arm of Sting. Full arm dragon twist. Again, match number seven. <laughs> Fujiwara armbar now by Orndorff. Oh, drops the knee across the uh, back of the elbow. Tags in Stun and Steve. Black trunks, white boots. Going to get you nowhere, son. This is uh, Hair Austin. He's not got the uh, the locks of like 1990, but he's got uh, that sort of crew cut hair he's got. So I don't look there. Oh, shadow tackle by Sting off the ropes. Over the top goes Sting off the ropes. Leapfrog by Austin. Oh, he's hurt the leg. He's hurt the leg. The leg went. The leg went and he did the leapfrog. Oh, 
Sting in there, got the leg. He's going for that Scorpion Deathlock. Scorpion Deathlock, Scorpion Deathlock. He got him, he's got him. Ondorf comes in. No, ducks the clothesline, does Sting. Big kick by Ondorf. Oh, boy, you're Sting. Austin's got the leg. He takes down Sting. One, two. Is this elimination tag match? I don't know. I don't think so. Couple of big right hands by Sting. Austin's now on the outside. Brickman out on the outside. Irish up by Austin reverse. Oh, Austin goes flying into the cage. Holy shit, that cage has got no give. That is a very bendy cage. Flying Brian's out there now, chopping away his former Hollywood blonde tag team partner. The blondes broke up September, I think. This cage has got to see another match. So don't give it too much of a beating. Austin now rolled in. Sting's back in. Sting tags in. Flying Brian. Black trunks, white boots. Gives a little Hollywood uh, blonde film uh, motion. That's the word. Colonel Robert Parker is on the outside. He's on the outside of the cage. He's not in the in the area. Shoulder attack by uh, Pillman. And gets thrown to the outside. No, yeah, just. Austin follows him. Oh, big chop by Pillman. And again. Right hand by Austin. Right hand by Pillman. Austin's running away from Pillman. Oh, head first into the cage goes Pillman. Just ran, he just ran uh, Pullman into the thunder cage again. Now uh, rubbing his head on that on those bars. Pullman's bleeding. Pullman is bleeding. Well, Bobby and uh, Tony have been moved back as well because they were next to the ring, but they've been moved outside of the cage. Rude's, Rude's not really done anything, but he is sweating profusely. Pullman rolled into the ring for Rude. Oh, big right hand by Rick. Drops Pullman. Now choking him and biting him. Holy shit. Rick Rude is the international heavyweight champion, I think, at this point. He beat Rick Flair at 4-93, I believe, for that title. I think he's wearing the big gold belt at this point because... When, when Flair left, they created the WCW World Title, but Flair still had the big gold belt. And then when he came back, he brought that belt with him again, and then they used it for something stuff. You know what I mean? Wrestling. <laughs> All three men now attacking Pullman, via in the corner, be it in the ring or out of the ring. Orndorff in, puts Pullman in the corner. And, oh, he rammed him into the corner, but he met a knee by Pullman. Pullman with a note went for a clothesline, but Ondorf blocked it. Oh, what a back suplex there by Paul Ondorf. Snapped Pullman in half. He drops the elbow across the back of the head. An injured Flying Brian, a helpless Flying Brian right now. World champion Rick Rude. 
One, two, kick out by Pullman. Rick Rude tags in Austin. Austin's in. Big right hand. Oh, chopped by Pillman. Kicked by... Oh. Austin now some kicks to the gut. Stumping a mud hole in the middle of the ropes. Pillman bleeding now. Well, bleeding a bit more better from the forehead. Austin picks him up, slams him down. Austin going up to the second ribbon inside. And... Oh, beautiful. Elbowed forearm smash drop there. Orndorff comes in just for a punch. Austin goes for a cover. Nope, Sting breaks it up. Rand Anderson wasn't quite in position. Tried to leap over both men. Austin going up to the second rope with the inside again. Oh, met with a drop kick by Pillman. Holy moly. Pillman needs to get that tag. Desperately needs to get that tag. Austin's up on his knees. He needs to get the tag as well, but Pillman needs it more. Orndorff's in. Stings in, stings in, stings in. I don't know why Dustin, Dustin's not been in yet. I don't know why. Sting now with the Irish rip to Orndorff. Big clothesline. Big clothesline to Rude. Kick to Austin. <laughs> Irish rip again by Sting. Oh, another clothesline to Orndorff. Orndorff rolls to the outside. Orndorff's on the outside. Sting's on the outside. What's going to happen here? Something's happening that we can't see because they're on the wrong side of the camera. Is Orndorff okay? Or? Oh, he goes headfirst into the rear steel of the Thunder Cage. I don't know what happened there. It took him a long time to get up. Sting's got Orndorff. Headfirst again into the uh, cage. Goes Mr. Wonderful. Sting there with Orndorff again. Something's going on. They've got a stall in here. Austin's doing something. No, I don't know. The fuck knows. Dustin Reynolds. Dustin Rhodes is in. Dustin Reynolds. <laughs> Dustin Rhodes is in. Flip flopping and flying here. Ooh, daddy. Whoopa. Bionic elbow. Yellow trunks. Cowboy boots. Bionic elbow. Austin. The natural. Dustin Rhodes is in. Snap Mez. Rondorf. Off the ropes. Drops the elbow. Just like his daddy, baby. One, no, punching him. One, punching. Four, five. Rhodes is in. Knocks. Throw no. Oh! Gets uh, propelled face first into the second turnbuckle via the trunks. Dusty's, I think Dusty's here, I think Dusty's booking, I think, or in charge. He's around anyway. Rude's in. Dustin's still trying to shake off that uh, 
turnbuckle attack. Oh, Rick Rude goes head first in at the top turnbuckle. Right hand by Dustin. And again. And again. He's going for a bulldog out of the corner. Going for a bulldog. No. Oh, Rude picks him up and drops him over on the top turnbuckle. Holy moly. Tremendous move. Never seen anyone reverse a bulldog like that. Rude now going up behind him, going for a super backdrop by the looks of it. And oh, what a backdrop there by Rude. Rude's in trouble. Oh, fallen forearm smashed by Rick Rude. Berg. Match is very simple. You gotta keep the man in your corner on the floor so you can utilize the cage. Dustin Rose rings the bell of Rude and gets out of that bear hug. Austin's now in with Rude. They had a great match. I am led to believe I think it's Starcade when Austin won the title. Two out of three falls. Austin won two straight falls. Oh! Steve Austin was on the apron on the outside of the ring. He got knee to the back and he just absolutely caught up in the thunder cage holy shit that could have hurt a lot he went face first body first got his legs caught up and everything he's back in Austin is back in oh Rhodes goes head first in the top turn but Irish whip now coming up yep corner corner again he's going to do that spot again Rhodes comes off the second oh beautiful top uh, second rope Leaping back elbow. Austin had no uh, Rhodes had no idea if Austin was there or not, but he hit the manoeuvre. He gets the tag. Flying Brian's in. Flying Brian is in. Coming like a house of fire now. Chopping down Austin. Chopping down Austin. No, no one else is coming in. Irish whip by Pillman. And big back body drop on Austin. Drop kick to Orndorff and Rude. Holy moly. Double legged drop kick there. Flying Brian is a man possessed. He's seen the crimson mask and he has gone banana. All six men are in. All six men are in. Orndorff throws Rhodes out. Sting throws Orndorff out of the ring. Big clothesline by Sting. Rude is out. Sting and Pullman against Austin. Double Irish whip. No, ducks are ducks there. Double back body drop on Austin. Sting picks up Pillman, drops him down. One, two, three. Your winners, Rick Ru uh, Brian Pillman, Dustin Rhodes, and Sting. But the match is not over. All the men are brawling outside. Is Orndorff bleeding? Yep, Orndorff's bleeding. Sting's attacking Rude. Doug Dillinger's now opening up the cage. Rude's out, Rude's out. Oh, slams a door in Sting's face. He's going for a Ruder Rake. He's going for a Ruder Rake. Oh, Ruder awakening on the outside. Holy shit. Austin, Orndorff and Rude leaving the cage. They're not victorious. Your winners of the match. Dustin Rhodes, Flying Brian and Sting.
two. Look at this. Sting picks up Brian Bryan and pitches him right on the body of Steve Austin, the United States champion, for the one, the two, and the three. And if our cameraman picks it up, look at this. Whoa. Right in the face. Flush in the mush. And then the rude awakening, as only the ravishing one can give it, on the floor. There's your stinger. Whoa. Having a good time? Huh? You having a good I'm time? I'm having a good time. I'm having a ball. Well, and all this is kind of just the, the build-up to the big one. Next. Now, can you imagine what's going through Ric Flair's mind right now? His palms have to be soaking wet. You can hear those knees I'm knocking from here, probably. He's probably, he probably feels worse than a giraffe with a sore throat. Now, you know how bad that can be. He's got to have a lot of things going through his mind. And you know the monster. That 450-pound Vader, Harley Race has him pacing. Probably hasn't fed him in a week. Well, maybe not. Back on the 27th of January, the Clash of the Champions in the tag elimination main event, Sting and Flair against Rude and Vader. We saw an injury to Ric Flair. And after that, the match was taken out of Super Brawl, but then put back in. Let's start with the Clash on the 27th, taking the steps back to reinstating the match tonight. About to come up, Flair against Vader. You know, something about being in the ring, Tony, when you wrestle. You can feel a man's strength. You can feel him weaken. You can feel when he goes a little further and has to put out a little more. Oh my God. It looks obvious to me Vader has Flair's number. He knows he's got him where he wants him. Yeah, but he's not trying to pin the man. He doesn't want to pin him. He wants to break him in half. You hear? You may hear a race right over top of us. He's saying all the way to the top. Oh, no. So we're seeing footage from the Clash of Champions in January. Rick Rude and Vader against Flair and I think Sting. Vader's got Flair on the top rope now. He's going for a super duper pooper scooper superplex. Jesus Christ! Flair screaming in agony. You know, Flair was in a plane crash. Yeah, you were years ago. 1974, 20 years ago. You're back. I don't care what he says or anybody says. Your back never heals after being broken like that. Oh, look at the punch right. Vader now dragging Flair into the corner a little bit. Is he going for a Vader bomb? Vader's going up to the top rope. He's going for a big splash. I think he's going for a nope. So I see this is uh, so again footage from the Clash of the Champions, where Tony said before that the match, this match, was already cancelled because of Flair's injury, but it's been reinstated. Flair physically is not 100%, and for those reasons, we are taking and postponing the. Super Brawl 4, we are postponing the Super Brawl 4 championship match between Mr. Vader and Mr. Flair. Now seen footage from the 5th of February 1994, Saturday night. Ricky Steamboat just flew over, he was in a match and he's now a high cross bodied Harley Race but here comes Big Van Vader and attacks Ricky Steamboat from behind. Double team now. Steamboat attacking, being attacked by Vader with big punch to the body, big punch to the face. So the match has been cancelled by Commissioner Nick Bockwinkle. 
He makes a very good commissioner in my mind, does Mick Bockwinkle. With the commissioner Nick Bockwinkle. Mr. Go ahead. Bockwinkle, Rick Flair. Go right ahead, Rick. I have just witnessed, as most of the world has, another attempt by Vader to end a great wrestler's career. It goes like this. I don't care what it costs, what you have to do, what I have to do, to what length or what measures I have to take. I want back in Super Brawl, and I want back in now. Vader and I have got to settle this issue. I will pay his fines. I will do whatever it takes to make this match come true at Super Brawl. Please. I will call this emergency meeting, and I promise you we will try and get you word before this show is over okay. today. Okay, thank you very much. After deliberating with both the World Championship Wrestling Board of Directors and Commission Doctors, I have reached a decision regarding heavyweight champion Ric Flair's request. My decision is as follows. If Mr. Flair will provide me with a notarized doctor's release by this Monday, February 7th, 1994, by 6 p.m., I will reinstate the title match in the Thunder Cage at Super Brawl. That match will only be reinstated under these conditions. I appreciate the effort put forth by you and the committee, but I promise you this. I will do everything in my power to get a faxed statement to you with a medical release. If I don't, I want you to know this. I will be at Super Brawl. I may not be in the title match, but I'll be in the building because the issue between Vader and Ric Flair is going to be resolved. It has been tremendously busy, and I do want to say that we gave Ric Flair a deadline of 6 p.m. this past Monday. By noon this past Monday, all the things that we required for the World Championship for the attorneys and the doctors were in. The match is reinstated. Now, not only is the match reinstated, but because of the intensity of the battles that these people have had, these two men in the past, a special referee is being appointed. No, nobody did. And the person who is going to fulfill the shoes of referee that night is going to be none other than the boss. The boss? So, there you see And it. now, ladies and gentlemen, the featured match of Super Brawl 4. A Thunder Cage Rumble for the WCW Heavyweight Championship of the World! Coming to the cage at this time, assigned by the WCW Board of Directors as Special Referee. He's from the Department of Corrections in Cobb County, Georgia. The man who's here to enforce law and order in the WCW, ladies and gentlemen, the boss. Special referee assigned, as that's you a, heard. That's a bad move, Tony, because he's got a running issue with Vader. They don't like each other. He can't call it down the middle. He's not going to be fair. He doesn't have to call it down the middle. One thing he's got to do is call a one, two, three, or he's got to call a submission. That's all. But does he know that? We have our special guest referee in the ring, the boss, a.k.a. the big boss man. And on the way to the ring is the challenger. Holy Uh, 
has won international championships all over the globe in wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the former four-time world heavyweight champion and number one ranked challenger in the world, Vader. Vader coming down to the ring wearing a lovely white cape, white furry cape. He hasn't got that uh, classic big headgear anymore. Got a lovely, uh, a lovely white furry cape. And now it's time for the champion. We may see him walk the aisle, Tony, for the last time here. Ladies and gentlemen. Coming to the cage at this time, wearing dark red and weighing 238 and one half pounds from Charlotte, North Carolina. Without a doubt, one of the most well-known faces in the history of professional wrestling. He comes in tonight with the title, and he plans on keeping it. Ladies and gentlemen, presenting the 11th time and reigning WCW Professional Wrestling Heavyweight Champion of the World, the legendary Nature Boy, Rick The Ric Flair is in. He is the WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Red trunks, red boots going against Vader. Black and red singlet, black boots, black leather face uh, thing. The boss wearing uh, his black variant of the uh, big boss man attire, showing the world the world title. Harley Race on the outside. Imagine Vader. Big boss man, uh, sorry, the boss is still wearing his uh, hat. I never thought it would come to this. The boss going out and shutting the door. The boss is making a hash of lock on this door. Doug Dillinger there. Um, Harley Race telling him not to worry about locking the gate. He also told him that the uh, cable was in the way. <laughs> so are we in the way or what? What's going on? I think someone's rung the bell. The boss is too busy uh, doing things with his nightsticks and shite. Bell was rung. Oh, Vader uh, comes running in, but Flair evades. Punching now, Flair punching away, and her Vader on the out on the uh, in the corner, taking the big man down. Knee to the gut, kick, kick, kick. Flair in control. The Nature Boy picks up Brace, pokes him in the eye. Whoop, 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 whoop. These two men met at Starcade, where Flair won the title. Big back over by Flair, and Vader goes over the top rope. Vader in trouble here early. Flair's got chair. Oh, chair to the head of the big Colorado native. And, oh, chair to the gut. Chair to the head. Holy shit, he broke the chair. 
Flair like a madman. Flair now back in the ring. Vader uh, struggling here. Oh, I said, uh, sorry, yeah, Flair won the title uh, in Charlotte. Here, uh, Starcade, defeating Vader. I think it was a match where Flair lost, he had to retire. Vader now back in the ring. Flair's got him in the corner. Oh, right hand. Right, left hand. Right hand. Flair ranks the mask off. Flair now pummeling Vader in the corner with lefts and rights. Goes for the Irish whip. And gets him. Oh, Flair. <laughs> Vader doing the Flair bump in the corner. Oh, but he's fats him in the corner as Flair comes running over. Fats him from the outside. Oh, Vader drops the elbow. To the abdomen. Vader now getting up. Picks up Flair by the hair. Hair Flair. Picks him up. Slams him down. Vader going for the early Vader bomb. Yep, he's going second rope. He's going for what? Bounce, bounce. Oh, Vader bomb. Hits it early. We found out earlier in this uh, pay-per-view that the winner of this match will face Ricky Steamboat at the next pay-per-view, Spring Stampede in April. Short arm clothesline there by Vader out of the corner. Spins Flair around, looks like he's going to go for another Vader bomb. Flair's up, he's got hold of his leg. Right hand by Vader, right hand by Vader. Pummeling Flair in the side of the head. Harley race on the entrance way, look having a good advantage point. Vader going up to the second rope again, go for that second rope, Vader bomb. No, he's going up top, he's going up top, he's going up top. He's going for the moonsault, he's going for the moonsault. He's up top, and oh, the pool is empty, but he sort of landed on his feet. Oh, and Fats Flair in the corner. Flair is down and in trouble. Vader went for that top rope moonsault, but... Uh, he missed, but he landed on his feet, just landed on his haunches, if you will. Vader throws Flair at the outside. Race now choking Flair over the uh, one of the struts of the Thunder Cage. These two men have had a legendary feud. Race and Flair feuded in, sort of, uh, in the very early, so the late 70s, early 80s. In uh, Jim Crockett and Georgia and wherever. Vader now pummeling Flair on the outside with his left and rights. Oh, big knee to the side of the head. Need him in the eye. Race now coming through. Oh, big right hand by Race. Sharp man. Yes. He took the boss away from what Harley Race was doing. See, this is a master plan, and it's going to work. We're going to see a new champion. We have seen once again. Flair calls into the ring. <coughs> Excuse me. Vader in there waiting for him. Pumbling Flair again in the corner. 
player's teeth out of his head. Really, he blooded his mouth. The teeth were loose, but they stayed intact. And now they're going at it again. Like Flair now coming out of the corner with chops and right hands. All but one punch and Flair is down. But he's up again. He's up again. Choking Flair. He's choking Vader now in the corner. He's choking him. Flair is like a man possessed. Biting, scratching his way. Trying to do anything he can to keep the WCW world title. They don't call him the dirtiest player in the game for nothing. Vader now gets Flair. Whips him. And... Oh! Fats him in the middle of the ring. Flair goes rolling on the outside. Just to be careful that he's not safe on the outside because Race is out there. Harley Race. Oh, Jesus Christ! What a headbutt by Race through the cage. I think the boss just saw it, though. The boss just saw it. Harley Race is saying, nah, nah, not me, brother. What a headbutt that was. Fair warning, says the boss. Vader now brings Flair up to the apron. Vader's now going to try and suplex him from outside in and does. Vader's got Flair in the corner. He's going to put him on the top turnbuckle. Is he going to go for that super duper pooper scooper superplex? He's going up to the top. He's going up to the top. Vader's on the top rope. He's going for that super duper plex. Vader. Oh, hits it. Jesus Christ. Vader followed over a little bit there as well. He might have hurt himself. Vader in. Uh, Ric Flair in pain. Vader. Oh! Flair rolls out of the way of the elbow. And again. Excuse me. Flair's now back on the outside. Harley Race attacking. Nope, the boss found the boss has caught him. The boss has caught hold of him. The boss has got his handcuffs. He's going to look at. He's going to. Oh! He punches Flair uh, Race. Sorry. Now he's going to handcuff Harley Race to the thunder cage. Oh! But Vader from behind fats the boss into the ring, into the thunder cage. Heenan just called him the boss man. <laughs> They're now handcuffing the boss to the thunder cage. Race and Vader. Oh no, Vader's got the nightstick. Oh no, Vader has got the nightstick. Vader's dangerous at the best of times. Now he's got a ha -ha, nightstick in his hand. Harley Race is opening up the cage door. Harley Race is in. Harley Race is locking the door behind him. Vader's got Flair in the corner. Oh, right hand. Right hand. Left hand. Pummeling around the side of the head. Surely the boss has got the key to the uh, handcuffs, surely, because they were his handcuffs. Why has he not got the key? Why has he not got the key? Race is holding a flare for Vader. <laughs> oh. Yes, yeah, Shivani's now realised that he should have the key. The boss is trying to break out of these, break out of these handcuffs. While Vader and race double team Ric Flair. 
flares down. Big splash by Vader. But there is no one to cover, no one to make the pin. And Anderson's coming down to ringside. And Anderson can't get in. He's trying to get through the cage, but he can't. That race has got Flair. Vader's going up to the top rope. Vader's off the top. Oh, he hits race. He hits race. He hits race. Flair just moved out of the way. Race is down. Race is down. Big round by Flair. Vader is down. Big round of race. And again. Rick Flair chopping away on Vader. Irish whip by Flair. Takes him down, takes down Race. Steamboat's down here now, trying to smash the door with. Holy shit, Race took that uh, Harley Race bump over the top rope. Vader's on the outside. Ricky Steamboat trying to break down the door with a chair. Oh, Flair with a chair to the head of Race. And one for Vader. And one for Vader again. And again. And again. Flair is a man possessed and attacking anything that moves with a steel chair. Race whips. Flair whips race into the corner. He went to rip, whip Vader into the corner as well, but Vader with a kick takes Flair down. Race has got hold of Flair again while Vader pummels him. The boss is free. The boss is free. Vader turns around. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, big hands by the boss. He's finally got hold of the got ring out of those still handcuffs. Now beating the shit out of Vader. Vader's down, Vader's down. Flair's going for the figure four. Flair's going for the figure four. Flair's... No, he's... No. Flair's got it. Just... The, the boss just calls for the bell. Fuck it. Oh! Got that big... He's not got the nightstick. He's got that uh, attack club or whatever. Ric Flair wins. Ric Flair wins. Bit of a uh, screwjob there by uh, the boss, really. But fuck it. Bobby Heenan keeps calling the boss the boss man. <laughs> and they're trying to get the door open so Flair can get out of the ring, out of the area. Doug Dillinger's there now with some uh, choppers. Flair is out, Flair is out. Flair wins, Flair wins by dubious uh, submission there, but Ric Flair is still your world heavyweight champion. I don't know where 
Vader is pissed. Vader wants answers and he wants answers now. Stand up here. Stand up. It was a wild one. Literally broke. Bobby looks genuinely fucking terrified that Vader's gonna like go mental and attack. With another nightstick. The figure four leg lock was on, and the boss says that yes, he's the winner. He terrifies me. Vader terrifies me. Well, I'll tell you something. How the boss man could ring the bells beyond me. I'm sitting now more than seven feet from the ring. All night long, I've heard conversations, swearing, everything. I never, I never heard Vader quit. He's not a quitter. And I'll get to the bottom of this. Fans for Bobby the Brain Heater call the hotline. Max and catches are there. See seen the credits of some tunes on the producer, director Craig Leathers. Audio guy, video tape man, video. Chad, maintenance camera, Jack Crockett, Sean Hill, video. Steady cam, Bob Bennett. Steady cam assistant, crane camera, crane camera assistant. Production assistant, floor director, manager and promotion. Unit manager, stage manager, see if anyone's on here. Video production, pyrotechnics, head rigger, carpenters, sound, security director, Doug Dillinger, grips, catering and injection, makeup, Anita Gusa, testing of the building, building, the Greg Gunn, the Greg Gunn, the Virgil Runner, Grizzly Smith, the Big Lord, there's a name and a half there, the Black People, Senior Consultant, Jim Barnett, my boy, the Register. VP Production David Cockett. Eric Bischoff. So, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a long one, but we're finally here. Thank you very much for listening. We've just covered Super Brawl 94 from WCW. Hopefully, you have enjoyed this. Again, you can watch it on the network if you want to see the original broadcast and let me know, and I'll try and send it over to you. Next week, we are back Monday Night Raw. We've got the 21st of February 1994. I don't think anything was promised last week, was it? Oh, I think we get a tag match. I think we're getting Matty Jeanette and Razor Ramon versus the Quebecers for the tag team titles. So stay uh, with us for that. So don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Twitter, at MemphisCast, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. I have been your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, and until next time... Right, and farewell. Farewell.